to you. Oh, shit. No, you can't because I moved the table. It's how okay. About, how about we're that? Good. Is that good? We're good. Okay. Okay. I've learned. Okay, I'm going to be. Oh, there we go. Hi, people. Okay, so today I have Leroy. You guys should already know about Leroy. Uh, yeah. We're also live streaming on his TikTok. What's your TikTok? Is Voodoo something? Voodoo0692. Voodoo0692. Yes. All right, cool. So TikTok people, do that. Uh, okay, let's start with I'm going to sound stupid. You've already started to explain what TikTok is and why I need one. Um, let's say hypothetically, I don't want more people to know who I am. I just want more money all the time. Uh, is TikTok still a good idea? Yeah, because you're still going to post your artwork. You don't have right. to post your face. There's a lot of people that uh, all they do is post artwork. Like they got their own little like emoji or whatever. Right. Just create one of those. I mean. Do, okay. Do you think I would actually like, is TikTok big enough? I'm going to bring in work the same way I do with Instagram. Like people from the Dallas to Kansas. Area. Yes. Like. Yes. I mean, okay. I, I say that because I have people contacting me from California, mm-hmm. Ohio, Florida, you know, everywhere. I've had people with so many people and they're like, oh, so when are you going to come to California or when are you going to come to Florida? When are you going to go there for to Fuck like, or something? I, I've that's seen your Snapchat. Much, that's pretty much what they want. <laughs> okay. Like that's what they want. Like they want the dangling. Dude, your Snapchat cracks me the fuck up. Like I like okay. First <laughs> off, I think it was like yesterday or the day before. Somebody got mad at you for not being that cute for having too many bitches. I was like, they said you were cute though. Yeah. Like it was like you're not even that cute. The reason you're cute is like because you, you got you a beard and you got tattoos. It's like hey, that is part of me. And they're shallow. And I was like, really. Well, they're shallow, but they're trying to fuck. Yeah. Like, are and, you mad that I got game and you don't? Right. Like, I mean, if you respond to 10% of the messages, I would highly recommend, like, a Pilicin and a pil- uh, Pilicin? Pen- penicillin? P- penis- I'm on drugs. Penicillin. Penicillin uh, subscription. Penicillin. Penicillin. You need to subscribe <laughs> to, like a, like, a subscribe and save to those shots on Amazon or something. Yeah. But other than that, you're cool. So you wanted me to tell you, even though you've heard it, for the people on TikTok. Yes, y'all listen. Because I always tell them they need to do, like, power moves. They yeah. need to go out there and do better, you know. And not, not always just take no for a freaking answer. Right. You know, and, you know, make people believe. Well, my thing wasn't even don't take no for an answer. It was, like, it legitimately made me mad and had nothing to do with anybody but me. Like, it was, mm-hmm. like, so I guess I should say. Yeah. I, I wanted to buy some land, which I ended up buying. That's yes. the end of the story. But a uh, very small amount of land in a very sought-after spot that was a little overpriced for how much space you're getting. Yeah. And I could afford it very easily. My mm-hmm. credit score was in the sevens. I want to say 775, something like that. That's really good. Not bad. Uh, but I went to a bank, and based on, like, me as a person, and, like, she asked me some questions about my taxes. I didn't really know the answer for it. She was like, what's this 16000 here? I was like, I believe that's just, like, miscellaneous supplies. Like, what does it say? she said, well, it says supplies. I need to know what it is. I was like, oh, fucking gloves and shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, And that's like stuff I don't put under. There's all these different categories. And she was just really concerned with what that 16 was. And other than that, and me mentioning that it's like cash only and I'm not a professional accountant, so I can't like answer too many. (laughs) Like I was like, I I do my best. Mm -hmm. Um, She didn't really have anything negative on paper to say about me. Like my credit score's good, my income's good. Uh I've never had any delinquent anything on my credit. Like there's no reason not to loan me under thirty thousand dollars. Like it's not a huge deal. Um but she sent me a letter in the mail about two weeks later that said, We're sorry to inform you, uh we can't loan you the money due to this and this and whatever. So I put the note in a fucking gallon Ziploc mm-hmm. and then I started paying myself a full commission. I used to give half the money to the shop that I make and then half the money everybody else makes. And then I just worked double. I just like doubled down, 
made, I think it was about 22,000 um, in eight weeks, went to Italy with 22,000 in my safe at home, <laughs> called, my, <laughs> called my realtor and I go, hey, I'm on my way to Italy right now. I'm at the airport, but I'm just letting you know, I will be back. Can you just like tie it up in paperwork so I can still get it? And he was like, wait, so you got approved for the loan? I was like, no, actually, I just figured eight weeks was fast enough. That's how long it took me to make the fucking money. And I had to go to Italy, so I worked a little extra hard. The problem is I will be in Italy for 10 days. But when I get back, I will have cash for you. And he was like, so what did you do? <laughs> and, it was, it was like, and I mean, I'm like in my 20s and, you know, I look like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And I, the whole thing was I just I put the, the rejection letter, my first rejection ever uh, for anything except girls, uh, put that in a bag <laughs> and, and I stacked the money on top of it until I couldn't see it anymore. That was like a thing for me in my head. Like I need to make so much fucking money that I can hide this whole letter in a bag, like where I can't even find it and just buried in hundred dollar bills. And I did. And like, yeah, my taxes looked like shit the next year because I was like, Oh fuck. I kind of like jumped into the next thing. But, <laughs> but the point is I got the land, had no debt associated with the land. Now I pay like $112 a year in taxes and I own land. That's, oh, I think it's gone up by like 10,000 in value. Um, just from, you know, we got legal. People started coming out here for all kinds of shit. Medicine parks getting clogged up. Mm-hmm. So it was just, for me, it was like a fun thing to do. And that's the attitude I've had towards everything my whole fucking life. And I'm like you, I tell people like when they make excuses, like I said earlier, I don't need to lose weight. I'm comfortable with it. I don't have any excuses. I can tell you why I'm not fucking skinny though. Yeah. But I'm okay with it. But if I was complaining about it, I would punch myself in the fucking face for being a little bitch. Like I'd be like, you can't, you can't just (laughs) complain all the time and not do shit. And that's like people like you, I, I guess, I hope TikTok gets that. I haven't looked at your TikTok, but um, we need people like you and we need people like me to say what we do. I'm not a huge fan of telling people how to do shit. Cause I just gave up on them. Yeah. Like I've, <laughs> I want to say we're going on <coughs> three years of me just saying, okay, man, that's good for you. Yeah. You're right. Congratulations. It's, it's hard. It yeah. is hard. You can't, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because I just, I can't fucking keep preaching the same shit and then have people like, I get legitimately angry at people when they tell me why they can't become a tattoo artist or why why they can't. What's the biggest like, excuse you get? The biggest one is I don't have time to draw. And I'm like, neither do I. I fucking never did. I've always had, since I was a child, literally a little kid, I've always had two jobs until I started full-time tattooing. Um, so I worked at Chili's when I was 12 and 13, and I tied balloon animals. And when I got home from that, I would airbrush people's trucks for fucking free because I wanted to get paid for it, and I knew the ticket was do it enough till somebody offers you money. Yeah. Not ask for money. Do it, do it, do it, do it. So I'm up till 2 in the morning a lot. Not every day, but a lot. After work, and on my days off, which is most days because I was a kid, you know, two, three days a week was normal. Um, so I'd go make two to $400 in a week pre-tips at Chili's Thai and Balloon Animals as a 12, 13-year-old kid. Uh, come home airbrush a car with fucking you know those like lights people put on the reptiles it's just like a shitty yeah, yeah like yeah. dome i would put that shine that off my dad's garage we had like a basketball hoop i'd put one on the hoop one on the fucking garage i'd just be <laughs> out in the driveway airbrushing shit headlamps flashlights whatever and i knew it wasn't going to be the absolute best version of myself but i also knew if somebody saw it and they said hey i want you to do that how much as soon as somebody asked how much i charge i could charge them Mm -hmm. so i was doing that while i was tying balloon animals and i will say i had the advantage of i didn't have to do school because my parents didn't believe in education but uh (laughs) that was religious decisions but it worked out great (laughs) um 
But I was doing all that shit. And then when I got fired for making a gay joke at Chili's, not realizing my manager was gay or that you're not supposed to. I didn't even, I didn't even know you couldn't make gay jokes. I didn't know. I was fucking 12. I was like, uh, and I didn't even say anything fucked up. Like somebody said something about me being homeschooled and I was like, homeschooled, not homosexual. That was the joke. It wasn't even funny. <laughs> like I didn't even get a laugh. There was no fucking point. But the point is that got me fired. And that was the first and last time I got fired from anything that I'm aware of. I block a lot of shit out. So who knows? Um, but I was working those two jobs. When that quit... I went and got a job at a body shop. Like when, when that didn't work out, I went and got a job at a body shop, airbrushing for them. And then I would airbrush on the side out of my house. And then I would kind of bring work into the body shop. And then they'd throw me a little bit for like sanding trucks down and shit yeah. when it wasn't busy. So I had a short time where it was kind of like one job, but it was still two. Mm-hmm. And then I started working at Wayne's while I was tattooing, while I was airbrushing. And then that's three. And I did that. Like that's just all I've ever known. And then I'll have people say, well, man, I'm working like, you know, I have to work sometimes 42 hours a week. <coughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you you were just thing. above full time. Like, Congratulations. I will say, if you gave me the excuse of I have kids and mm-hmm. I don't want to put my dreams in front of spending time with my kids, I'll do it later. I would say that's fucking fine. But if you don't have kids and you have one full-time job, you definitely have time. If you have kids and you have one full-time job, you still fucking have time. You can well, draw like, with your kids. It's like I had seen that one video of Steve Harvey, you know, where he oh, said, you he know. he wears me out with that shit. I do sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but what he had said, you know, you, you know, you sleep, you know, a third of your freaking lifetime. Right. Like, damn, yeah. you got enough. Like, for example, you know, I don't just do, you know, barbering. I don't just do, you know, <clears throat> weed, little business here and there. I, I, I bake stuff. Right. I bake cookies. I've seen your I bake pastries. And, and the thing is, I started floating it out for free for a while. Yeah. Just to get clientele. Sure as shit. Hey, man, how much did you charge me for a cheesecake? Yeah. It's like 80 bucks. And they're like, 80 bucks? <laughs> it's a good oh, yeah, ass sure. cheesecake. And that's the thing, though. You know, you'll have your people that want to pay it. They'll actually right. pay it. And then you have the people like, oh, that, that's a little stiff. I'm like, stiff. You're paying $9 a slice, 9 to $10 a slice at the Cheesecake Factory. Right. I'm making you personal cheesecake like made to order you want fruity pebbles i'm gonna put fruity pebbles you want cocoa pebbles i'm gonna do that you want some other fucked off damn freaking ingredient in there i'm gonna do it (laughs) you want hot cheetos on your cheesecake i got you somebody even said that put hot cheetos on a cheesecake it tastes amazing i'm like i'd do it i'm I'm gonna try it i definitely try it i get high first (laughs) or somebody was like can you put weed in a cheesecake i was like i can put weed in anything i can put weed in a chicken breast i can put weed in freaking never thought of that really well, I mean, I've thought of, like, everything but chicken, basically. Yeah, inject But, like, it. Cause you could inject it or you could just, like, with the butter, you cook everything and you yeah. could just go a little overkill. You know, infuse the freaking chicken breast. And then oh, my God. Get... Do you want to cook for the whole shop sometime? Yeah, I'm uh... fucking down, man. <laughs> get everybody like, hey, completely high. Uh, I mean, well, we got we to gotta explain to a few people, like, hey, this is the side you can't eat because you're going to get fucked up. Yeah. Because, like, the girls aren't into weed. Uh, Bailey, really? Bailey will dabble. Um, she has her card, and she'll like she like the vape pen, a little smoky here, a little smoky, you know, like. What's it? What's it doing, Sarah? Right. <laughs> yeah, Sarah and Megan. Uh, uh-huh. Megan drinks a very small amount of alcohol. I should have not sprayed that fart cover shit. I'm still coughing. Uh, so am I. <laughs> Sarah, I think Sarah has the same thing I had about weed for a long time. Like, like I don't want to get lazy or, or something like that. And it's like if you're already lazy, it will enhance yeah. that if you're already like a really hard worker it's probably going to enhance that or make your hard work time more efficient because you'll actually get rest because the mm-hmm. only way i know how to turn off is like 
smoke a fuckload of weed. <laughs> and then like like last night I tried some new shit and the guy gave me two strains, like that uh bag I told you about, I'm gonna get you some. But he gave me like I got an ounce off of him, and then he gave me like a little nug of something. He was like, Hey, this is it's like strawberry sunset or something it was something i had heard before yeah and i was like this is not that and he goes no what you're getting in oklahoma is not the this is the real one and i was like oh that explains why it smells like a fucking orange um <laughs> it like legitimately smelled like you know when you like crack the peel on a, a mandarin orange you're like peeling it open and just the whole house smells do like you orange. use uh orange peels in the soil i have no idea i've done some shit uh yeah. i've done all kinds of shit in my soil with like Throwing basic, I don't use like compost here or anything, but I will anytime there's like fruity shit like uh, banana pills or orange pills or whatever, I'll just throw that in there. Have you have you tried like human piss? No. Yeah, look it up. No, I'm good. Look it I, up. Man. I talked yesterday. I talked about coming in my soil. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, man, I would love to. Like, for example, let's say we were smoking right now, and you're like, this shit's real good. What did you? Oh, that one. Uh, <laughs> a little semen. I, I put a little semen in there. A little splash. There's a little, little splash, splash of daddy's there. juice for you. Uh, so that that's been talked about, but no, I've never heard. I'm gonna of do that now. Chicken shit. That's a big one. People love to put chicken, like chicken doo doo. I'm gonna like, semen in my soil. I'm gonna call it voodoo's confection. That's a good idea. See, you already got a name. Yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Why Sarah doesn't do it? We don't know for sure, but I think yeah. it's. I think it's. She thinks she would be lazy or something. Um, I mean, she does know there's strains that give you like energy and stuff. like yeah, that. Yeah. I. I mean, the thing is, I. I. I joke about it with everybody that doesn't smoke weed, but I never liked it when people are trying to push me into it when yeah. I didn't smoke weed. So I'm not like gonna push the issue, but I really do think everybody that's 25 or older that has not tried it should try it six times before they give up on the idea. I think you should try it on your 26th birthday. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't like it, try it six months later, different strain. If you don't like it, try it the next day because clearly there's something wrong with you. And then <laughs> repeat that process throughout. I feel like if you, you're you on pills or medication mm -hmm. for like anxiety, depression, mm -hmm. all that stuff, like, yo, go smoke a bowl. Right. And come and tell me how you feel after. Oh, I never finished why I was so high. That's what it was. Yeah. I smoked both. I was like, I got to smoke both. I put it like two grams, packed this fucking Mondo bowl. And I was like, woo, this is good shit. And then the other nug was about a gram. So I put like half that because I wanted my wife to get a shot at it too. So I was, you know, two and a half, three grams of really good weed. Mm -hmm. And usually I smoke what I grow, which I would like, I'm proud of it, but it's not like, you know, I've been growing two years, mm -hmm. less than two years. So it's obviously not going to be like top, top notch. I'm still figuring it out. This shit was like, it was some crazy, it was bad. But anyway, went and took a bath, thought I was going to throw up, but felt good at the same time. Damn. Uh, yeah. Spent. Yeah. Never happened with flour for me ever. I've never had that. Like I've, I was like happy, but I was hoping. I've had that with dabs. I've had that with a tremendous amount of edibles once uh -huh. and it wasn't this bad. This was <clears> some <throat> fucking weird weed. And it might've been the combo of the strains, but then uh, Brandy had smoked some of my weed, and she was in the same condition. She passed the fuck out. But, you know, I had some other things I had to do, and you know what weed does to your penis. So I was like, fuck. I don't want to wake her up. She looks peaceful. But <laughs> I do want to wake her up. So I'll just rub her butt until she gets at the right angle, and then I'm fucking going. And it worked out. Long story short, it worked out. It was a good night. Uh we were Wait, you have that effect too? Because I've had friends. I get horny as fuck. I've had some me. friends that are like, dude, it makes me lazy and like nope. I feel like I have, you know, ED. I'm like, yo, what? If you wanted me to do some weird, freaky shit, like, okay, Brandy, you're going to hear this one day. Uh, <laughs> usually she listens a few Brandy's weeks later. Brandy's his wife, she, by she the listens. way. Brandy's my wife. If you 
not you, but Brandy, if you want me to do some weird ass shit, wait till I'm super high and then just tell me to. It'll, 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 like, it'll probably happen. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're like, hey, you know what? I want to try pegging you. Eh, you're going to need a little more than weed. But other than that, <laughs> like, like a thumb in the butt, weed might get me there. I don't know. I get fucking weird. Like, I'm like, so for those people that are like, man, I'm trying to explore some sexual shit with my husband and he won't, like, Get that motherfucker high. Put your thumb in his ass. He's not gonna say no. He's just gonna be like, whoa, 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 and then he's gonna like it. It's fine. You know, I've never done that. I haven't either. Never I'm just done saying that. Weed, I've had some friends though. Weird. I have a lot of friends that are like, dude, just do it. I'm like, nope. And then somebody, you know, I've had a lot of women, especially off of TikTok, talking about me making the fans only or only fans. Only fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Spanish your first language. Yeah. Well, okay. no. Well. Kind of. You speak a know. lot of Spanish. It's just when you, when people say shit, when Jason says shit backwards, I'm always like, oh, okay. I say shit backwards. Because... I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. So you're making an OnlyFans or a fans only, whatever. Maybe. Um, <laughs> possibly. I don't know yet. But, you know, they start asking me questions. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like, you know, what if I want to stick my finger in your butt? I'm like, no, 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 no. That's a taboo subject. She's like, what if I pay you to do it? I'm like, hmm. Money. Money. Money talks. What's what, what are we speaking here? Like, <laughs> like somebody was like, send me a shirtless pic. I'm like, how much do you want to spend? They're like fifty dollars. Like, sure. Fifty bucks for a picture you would show. Don't you just post those on Instagram anyway? They don't know that. Oh, now they do. Now they do. Hi. Hi. <laughs> but make your Instagram private and be like, cash at me five bucks. You can see whatever the fuck. You want. Hell yes. Five bucks every follow. <laughs> That's not a bad move. <clears throat> Just one-time purchase, and then mm-hmm. you can always, like, block them if they're weird. Well, that's kind of what you do on OnlyFans, you know? You, yeah. Some people either – like, I have a friend of mine that it's like, you subscribe for free. Mm-hmm. So, of course, everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm going to get on her OnlyFans. But then it's like, you want to see his picture, you pay $5. You want to see this video, you pay $12. It's like, oh, that's a good move. I would say subscribe for – can you do a one-time only subscription? Like, <clears throat> I think you can. You have to put it in your settings. I don't know. I'd have to talk well, to some was, of my friends. If it has to be monthly, this wouldn't work. But if you said one-time only, $20. I think a lot of people would do it. Yeah. Oh, shit. There he is. And then you got uh, – you already have their credit card information in there, so they're going to be, like, one click away from being able to give you money. Yeah. Um, anyway, you talk. I gotta get this fucking dog. He's crazy. <laughs> I told you it was gonna be a problem. He's okay. He's it's fine. Sweetheart. I love him. Otherwise, I wouldn't tolerate this shit. He's such a spoiled baby. Oh, big dog. Yeah, he's a big boy. Big, big dog. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. There's a doggo. Watch. I guarantee people are gonna go crazy. Like, oh my god. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, yeah. So this is seven. He is a fat ass golden retriever. He's actually not even that fat anymore. He was he weighed one twenty not long ago. His name is Seven. Yeah, like Seven uh, Eleven or he ate nine. Something. Oh. Like Dude, people people are always like, "What the fuck? Your name is Seven? I say a different thing almost every time. But my favorite so far is that. So we had a neighbor, right? And they had a dog named Nine. Yeah. And my dog fucking ate him. And they're like, "Are you fucking serious?" I'm like, "No, I just do stupid shit. Don't touch that." That is my cord. Oh. Don't do it. Uh-oh. Oh, he wants in. Oh, my God. He wants in the house. This is not good podcast material, sir. Oh, yeah, ever since I moved, like got the studio set up, people are probably like, oh, my <clears> God, <throat> his dog is very involved. Uh, <laughs> he's going to start his own podcast called uh, Low Note with Seven Patterson. <laughs> and he's he hates weed. But, yeah, man, I feel like you should start it. Start the TikTok. The TikTok. Just do it. Okay, so could I have somebody else, like... <clears throat> Post videos for you and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, like your assistant? Yeah. Well, like my thing is if, okay, if I had an apprentice, I would do it. If I had an uh-huh. apprentice, I'd be like, okay, you run my TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's it. If we make money on TikTok, you get 5%. What's the name of that one girl that used to always come in? Uh, was it Nicole? That came in to help at the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, you're probably thinking of Megan. She was my apprentice for a while, but no, 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 no. I mean, Nicole's helped me out with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, like I've just had Nicole like take my car to get a tire put on it and shit. Um, could ever do that. Yeah, but then I'd have to pay her to come in every day. Yeah, that's right. That's the thing. Like, the, at that point, it would be smarter for me just to do it. Yeah. The thing is, I have okay. So I guess let me let me go over the details of TikTok. My problem with Instagram is it becomes extremely distracting, and now it doesn't because I'm only on there 15 minutes a day, so I yeah. have no time to look at shit. Um, but it just like, it's a time suck Mm -hmm. and it doesn't give me anything. I know that sounds greedy, but I need, if it's going to take some time for me, I need it to give me something. Yeah. All it gives me is a little bit more business. So I I know I have to do it, but I can do the part that gets me the business in 15 minutes a day. That's what I've established. Yeah. If I did TikTok, if I didn't follow anybody Mm -hmm. and I just post, is there a way to make it where I don't, there's like not a popular feed and I don't see shit. I just post. You don't have to follow anybody. So if I don't follow anybody, there's still going to be like something like Instagram's popular feed, right? Where I see something. Uh, yeah, there is. Okay. But I mean, you can do, uh, there's two different ones. There's a four-year page and then there's the following. And I mean, you don't have to go onto the four-year page. I, mean, I can like just leave it where all I do is post? Yeah. Then if I'm starting from scratch, I probably will do a TikTok. That's a good idea. Like that, that would be cool. And just, the thing is, you know. I don't want to give my time to it, it. It's the same thing as like Instagram. You know, you got your hashtag algorithms and stuff like that. Oh, because he wants to go out. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, my bad. Like, Bye, seven. Seven, boy. Goodbye, seven. <clears throat> Solid podcast, very professional. It's okay, but oh, nobody cares. You know, you would use your hitch. I think he turned it. Oh shit! Yeah, it's, okay. it's all me. I actually wanted it to be all about me. That's why I did that. It happens. It happens. Hi oh, guys. Oh, there you go, you big handsome motherfucker. Oh, thank you. You ain't even that cute. <laughs> <laughs> Girls just think you're cute because you got tattoos and a beard and you fuck and you look good and shit. That's why girls think you're cute, but you're now not cute. Now it's not on you. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck my God. my life. <laughs> L- little turn, little turn, little turn. Oh, quarter turn. Woo, there we go. Woo, um, there it is. We back. Yeah, you don't, and the thing is, you, you I mean, it's like, has, you know, your algorithms, you know, yep. you hashtag tattoo, hashtag, you know, FYP, this and that, and it's the hashtag <laughs> Oklahoma, uh, for your page. Oh. <laughs> that's the one, you know, you're following for your page, you know, you wanted to pop up on for your page, that's what you want to hashtag, and then you put hashtag Oklahoma, stuff like that, you know, right. artist. And I mean, it'll start pop, popping up on people's stuff. And as your stuff goes viral, the more views you get, you know, the more, you know, prone it is that people are going to end up on your page. Okay. And, you know, they'll comment and stuff like that. And there'll be sometimes people will be message you, but hey, can I come through? And it'll be for like New York, right. something like that. You know, randomly be like, yo, I like your work. So <clears throat> if, let's say I don't want to fuck with that and I put my bio just says like, I'm an asshole. <laughs> And I don't like talking to people. Dude, I'm an and, asshole. Do you know how well, many no, people I mean, freaking I, like, message me? But you actually are going to respond or at least look at it. I'm like, okay, here's how Instagram works. 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Sounds like enough time. Mm-hmm. If you have 10 messages, you reply to the first nine, you're at the, the fucking third one you replied to is already replied back to your reply. Yeah. So you're like, and it's really fucking hard. But it's like this intense 15 minutes of just getting shit done. Yeah. And I start with posting because that's the important part. Then I reply to all the people's shit. And everybody's like, oh, my God, he hasn't fucking talked to me in three days. I'm like, yeah, because I told you how to book. I'm busy. <laughs> well, it's not even that. I'm actually not busy. I don't want to lie to anybody. Uh, so I only have like five or six things that you could call a job. Yeah. And uh, and I, like, okay, I only had to file three 1099s. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a big deal. Not a huge deal. I did my taxes last night. I was like, it'll be like 15 minutes. Like, I was up late. <laughs> really? It was it was bad this year. It was weird. Uh, also, I almost qualified for some kind of relief bill. Yeah. They said that I made more money than last year. 
I didn't gross more than last year. Hmm. I made more based on something to do with my deductions. Yeah. I'm going to say it's gloves going up. I don't fucking know because gloves are like really expensive, but I, I I don't I don't even understand how like it shows I put in that I made way like I brought in way less money this year or in 2020 because of COVID kind of fucked us up a little bit. Uh, same expenses, basically. Yeah. But they said I made more money. And I was like, huh. Hmm. Like, I don't Also, I couldn't qual- qualify this as a home office without lying because my kids do their homework in here. I was like, this is my wife's massage studio. This is my podcast studio. I can't claim it as a home office for one of us. No, because I use it for something. She uses it for something. So we can't claim 50% of it. It's all or nothing. Mm. I was like, home office is a dumbass write-off. Because that would have yeah. been like... So I can't even claim the expenses to build it. I mean, I could have just lied. I could have just said, on Brandy's side, she only massages here. I don't podcast here. And uh, my kids don't do homework on the computer that's right there. And yeah. they'd never find out. It's It would be illegal for them to try to find out. But I'm not, like, I don't want to fuck around and go to jail over something stupid. I don't understand for, like, but I spent <clears throat> tons of fucking money on this. And that was part of it. I was like, we'll write it off on the taxes. Yeah. And I couldn't because the kids do homework. That's ridiculous. I was like, this is so stupid. Fuck the taxes. (laughs) Like, I was so mad. I was like, and I didn't even, like, I shouldn't be mad because it's just how it is. It's not like they're attacking me, but I was like, what the fuck, dude? Um, But yeah, I don't know. What were we talking about? TikTok? Money. TikTok. Okay, so, and then I can also get paid on TikTok? Yes. Okay. I can promote my podcast on TikTok. Yes. Didn't think about that part. That might be better because I have an Instagram that... See, because the I'm, thing with like TikTok is like it's seen more than what it, what's on Instagram. Because right. Instagram's been here forever and it's so saturated. Yes. You know, and with TikTok, what I like about it is it plays off of your algorithm, so it's gonna shoot your video mm. in opposite freaking directions. Right. So like randomly, I got hit up by somebody on Instagram talking about like, "Oh, hey, from Australia." I was like, "Do I know you?" And they're like, "I saw you on TikTok." I'm like, "Yeah." But TikTok doesn't tell me that Australia, because it'll tell you like once you become a creator, you can go into your algorithms. And see how many people are viewing your stuff per day and stuff like that. Like how long, you know, the running time is. So like if you post a video and it'll tell you like, okay, people watch 59 seconds of your video. Then next week it's like, oh, it went down by 0.1 second. As long as it's staying in those 0.1s or whatever, like your video is still trending. Like I have a video right now of my buddy. All he did was eat. Then you've been a Cali burrito, right? Yeah. Put the entire burrito (laughs) in his mouth. Entire burrito in his mouth. Everybody's phone number? My... Marcus, <laughs> Marcus, Mickey. come here. I got a burrito for you. <laughs> Mickey. But the thing is, is because I posted that the gay community went crazy. Okay. Because he. Yeah, no, I burrito. got it. I, I get it. Within four days, it was at 1.1 million views. Okay. It's my trending video right now. So because that video is trending, it also brings more attention to my other mm-hmm. videos. Like, I understand how, how in general, how algorithms work. Mm-hmm. And I understand. Okay, tell me if this sounds right. I read an article a long time ago when TikTok was like brand new. Mm-hmm. And they basically said the way that TikTok is exploding is they emphasize videos from new people. Mm-hmm. And they're not cheating the system. They're not going, okay, you have to watch this shit. They're just making it viewable. Yeah. To like, So if you open an account and then you start posting, your first couple posts, they're going to show it to everybody. They're going to give everybody a fucking chance yeah. to see it that they can. And that way, if it's something people enjoy, it'll blow up. Yeah. And I was like, okay, because Instagram, what they do is once people start enjoying it, they show everybody. Yeah. So Instagram, if you're not engaged, like, okay, I went from, I remember my big goal was a thousand followers when I yeah. first, I was like, thousand followers. 
Then my goal was five. Then my goal was 10. Then I didn't give a fuck. I was like, 10, I can retire. Yeah. Uh, and then like, <laughs> so getting to 10 took years. Getting to 16 from 10 took like fucking six months. Well, that's kind of the way that like TikTok went because I had 432 followers November 23rd. I think January 15th, I was at like 70,000 followers. Okay. So it just like went from like zero to a hundred really fast. But like I said, it's also, I do controversial shit, right. you know, every now and then I'll hop on the trend. Like, I don't know if you saw the silhouette challenge where it's like, you kind of just post up on the door and then like the fucking lights come off or whatever. And like, you're in like sexual different like poses and stuff like okay, that. Okay. I'm not going to be involved in that at all. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like the Zach Galifianakis version. Of every it. now and then you hop on those trends and you know. It just slowly blew up. And right. it's like, you know, the more followers you have, the more, you know, susceptible they are to share your your, your, your your videos. Of course. And I mean, after a while, you know, you don't need the for your page because your right. followers are pretty much doing the work for you. I mean, I've had people from back at home be like, hey, man, I saw like Chingo Bling, which is one of my favorite comedians from whenever I was growing yeah. up. Like, hey, I saw him duetted you. I'm like, oh, for real? Like, I didn't even see that. Oh, I saw it when you shared that. On yeah. And then that. so I went and I actually looked at it. I was like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> one of my favorite comedians, like, duetted me. And then followed me, and then I had more followers than him. I'm like, this is weird. That is weird. Yeah. That's like uh, when you meet a tattoo artist that you thought was the shit when you were a kid, and then you go, wow, I think I might have passed that guy. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. It's, for me, that's uh, this happened a few times, and there's still some guys, like, I don't think I'm ever catching them. Like, I, I don't know what I, what you do. I showed your work <laughs> to another tattoo artist, and he's like, is he a celebrity? I was like, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's super Listen, famous yeah. at Kudo. He's like, can I come to like his tattoo <laughs> shop? I was like, yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I, I love guest artists. Um, I no, think... he just wanted to like talk to you. That's like he weird. was, yeah, he's like, he, yeah, he just wanted to talk. <laughs> he's been right. tattooing for like 22 years. And he was like, is he like weird? Like some of the other tattoo artists? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, like, is he very nitpicky? Is he rude? No. I was like, Andrew? I was like, <laughs> No, no, I'm over here still talking shit about me. I'm like, uh, 20 more years, I'll be able to call myself. I was like, good. no, I was like, you're. Pro- I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was like, I've been tattooed by Andrew. I was like, and I think we talked about astrology, weed, <laughs> anal. I was like, I don't know what Anal's other my stuff. Favorite. All at once. Yeah. I was like, you're gonna go through like multiple different avenues. Like, you're gonna go through like multiple facets of conversations just talking to Andrew for like 30 minutes. <laughs> That's why I have a podcast now. Yeah, it, it just it happens. It gets that out of my system. Also, it keeps it out of Brandy's ear. I feel real bad for her because sometimes I come home and I'm like, hey, so what do you think that we live in a simulation? And she's like, I don't know. I'm trying to watch Gilmore Girls. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, you go back to that. I'm going to go take a bath and stare at the fucking ceiling. Um, but yeah, I th- okay, think about so life. I, let's go over pros and cons real quick for yes. me with TikTok. I can't think of a con because I have, this is a compliment to myself, it's going to sound conceited, but I, I would say I have tremendous self-control. So yeah. it becomes a thing where it's like, oh, this is really taking over my life. I can just delete it and never look at it again. Yeah. If it makes me money, I will have less self-control because I'll be like, well, that, I have 20 excuses to fucking be like, okay, even if it is kind of taking over part of my life, if it pays for a vacation to Hawaii, who fucking cares? It's one of those things where it's like, I mean, you're a pretty humble dude. And I, I say that, you know. No, I'm amazing like, and handsome and humble. Yeah. So, yeah. And great. And that's me being completely genuine because, like, for <laughs> some of the work that you do, I'm like, he, he should probably be, like, in, like, so, some, like, inked magazine. Like I've on, been in ink magazine. Like, on a celebrity tattoo show. I like, haven't been on a celebrity tattoo show. Where but you're, like, judging, magazine. like, other tattoos and stuff like that. I'd be like, no. your shit sucks. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay. I appreciate that. And thank you. But here's. Here's where I'm going to ruin that for everybody listening. Um, 
I know that my work is better than some people in Lawton's. Yeah. I, I really do honestly believe I know where I stand in the tattoo world. And I can look at 20 or 30 tattoo artists that I would say there is no way I will catch them no matter how hard I work. And I will still work and pretend I think I can forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Thomas in Spain, definitely one of those. I have no idea how he does this shit. It's better than pictures. Like yeah, a Canon his. printer yeah. will never be as good as Fred Thomas's tattoo work. So there's stuff like that where I'm just like, okay, clearly like I can think I'm good all I want. There's still Fred out there. And then I can see a tattoo that somebody I, like I respect and I admire that's like, all right. And if we're in the same league, even if I sometimes outdo them, I know my worst ones. Like I've done shit. I did one a few weeks ago that I was like, fuck, I can't even post this. Uh, actually, within the. La- <laughs> okay, how can I put this? Wait, hold on. In case for everybody hear. that's watching right now, I need y'all to go to my Instagram, go to go to the people that I'm following, and go to APT Tattoo Art. It's AP Tattoo Art. Yeah, right? AP yeah. Tattoo Art. <laughs> And click on it and click follow. He has yeah, to accept me. you. I'll take it. He has to accept you. No, I don't. You don't? No. You're you back to pri- you back to pro- uh, public? Yeah, it's been public for a while. Okay. Yeah. He's back to public. I don't know when it was. It was private. for. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why either because I was like, what the hell? Like, I'm just getting, I was trying to get people to like follow I was him. Just, I was curious what would happen. Go and follow him and look at his work. It's amazing. My favorite one you, uh, you just posted a couple of days ago was an elephant. That's the, one of my favorites right the now, too. The detail on that elephant. Was fucking ridiculous. Do you want to know why it turned out good? Why? Client let me do it how I want and sat there like a fucking G. That's it. That's all you got to do. If you want the best tattoo ever, no matter who you go to, if they don't suck, if you let them fucking control the whole situation, it will be good. I'm starting two free sleeves and a chest on Wednesday for that reason. Two free sleeves and a chest. She's never had a tattoo in her life. <laughs> I was like, bitch, come on. Like I just picked somebody. Wow. Yeah. Technically, I think that actually might be Elephant Girl's sister. Um, so basically I asked Nicole, uh, the girl you, you know, I was like, Hey, so do you know anybody that has absolutely no tattoos that will actually let me do anything I want? And she was like, I think I do. Mm -hmm. I'll ask 10 minutes later. We're setting it up. Like I'm just every, uh, four Wednesdays or so. I'm just going to dedicate a day for free tattoos. Once we get two sleeves and a chest, I'm pretty sure she's going to want her hand and neck. I'm not going to tell her no. I might do, I might end up, Oof. if it works out, I might do her whole body for free. Um, yeah. But the thing is, like, I think I can introduce her to tattoos in a correct way. But the thing is, every sleeve I get to do, there's always something I got to work around. Yeah. And I, I, like, I knew if Nicole vouches for him and says, this bitch will let you do what she wants, like, anything you want, she will you let you do You want to blast my chest? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of space uh, I also clean. I may have included I need them to be tiny so it can look like I put more work in than I actually did but it's cool oh, you know yeah <laughs> that's always a, I know it sounds fucked up but the smaller the space the better it is for me because yeah. I can I can blast your forearm in four hours and okay that elephant with the it was like a I think it's a jaguar in front of yeah, it yeah 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 I think this is about a five hour piece so it's, it's wait that was five hours uh, uh, maybe yeah it wasn't very long it's about three quarters. Hold on. You put that detail in five hours? Yeah, I was high. Uh, so <laughs> so it's three quarters the height of a sheet of paper. So I would say around nine inches tall, half the width. So around four inches wide. It's not very big. You know, yeah. like that. So that's a huge part of it. And also like the really, really detailed shit. I tell every tattoo artist that asks me, but this is the reality of it. The more detail it looks, the less detail I probably did. Like, that sounds crazy, but you're basically just finding the right shadow and putting that one in. When there's three more shadows, you got to leave some shit out. And that actually makes it look better. So 
I don't want to say less is more like I'm going to do a fucking like full blown graphic Banksy version of mm-hmm. it, but it's I'm not going for how many little things can I pack into a tattoo and make it crowded. Yeah. I'm actually doing the opposite, and it it creates an illusion of hyper detail because every detail is there you see as what it's supposed to be. So I leave information out on purpose. And if you tell somebody that's getting tattooed by you, hey, I'm going to leave 90% of the fucking details out to make it look 100% more detailed, they'll be like, what? But if you do it and they just see it, they love it. So It just means they know your shit, though. <laughs> I've been tattooed by some great tattoo artists. I, I've picked up, like, so I have a back piece by Jeff Norton, and it's the opposite style of what I do, but seeing how he thinks about it helped. Uh, I have a tattoo by Vito. Uh, I... Probably won't get another one by him because he seems to be a little crazy, but he's great. <laughs> but it was like, I, I, there's a lot of tattoos I just want to collect that one from the artist. Um, so I have. What's uh, one artist that you want? One that I want right now? Uh, Fred Thomas, Ralph Nonweiler, Jamie Mahood. I put a deposit in with Jamie Mahood, but she's booked so The only far. reason why I asked that is because people might be watching and might be start tagging them. Jamie, I need you. <laughs> Fucking if anybody cancels, hit me up. I'm, I'm six hours away. Uh, so Jamie Mahood out of Austin, Texas, is a phenomenal tattoo artist. I didn't even know if it was a guy or a girl because Jamie's like gender neutral. Yeah. And I know like this day and age, it's not really that impressive to say, oh, she's a girl and she's great. Like in I reality, have a huge following in Austin well, too. Okay. Well, girls are usually better at art than guys. Like, yeah. Naturally. Um, three out of the four people that work for me as artists are girls. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I'm not biased against girls. But like when I found out she was a girl and she's been tattooing how long she has and she's – I was even more impressed because I was like fucking 10 years ago, I'm guessing, is about the time she started. That's a terrible time to come into tattooing as a girl. Like people like Sarah that have been tattooing, I think, nine. She went through some shit. People – like I know it sounds crazy because people think the whole world's fucked and everybody's sexist. The tattoo world has progressed so much in the last 10 years and girls are not only accepted, but they're like encouraged and people want girls. And then there's still these fucking, and somebody's going to get mad when I say this, but there's these assholes that open girl only shops and say, we won't allow guys in. And I'm like, okay, so you think that's going to make it like, they're going to, they're going to undo the progress we've made. Yeah. Like we had a bunch of old dirty bikers. We had a bunch of fucking old school people that just thought it's not a man. It's, it's not a woman's job. It's a man's job. All that. That's really gone away. Like those guys have died, retired or become obsolete. And people like me um, that say a bunch of sexist, fucked up shit that they think is funny, but actually think women are fucking fantastic and encourage them to do their best, you know, Th- those are the people that are running the tattoo world right now. Yeah. So the tattoo world's doing really good for girls. Girls are, I, I would say it was 95% or more male when I started mm-hmm. about 13 years ago. And I would say right now it's like almost 40% female. That's a pretty big jump. Damn. And some of my favorite tattoo artists in the world, Jamie Mahood's one of them, are female. And it's like, it's not, it has nothing to do with their gender, but it's just really cool to see that change. Yeah. And then there's people that are super feminist that are trying to ruin that change. And I know that sounds weird that a feminist, I know they don't think that's what they're doing. I know they think they're empowering women. But what do you think about a shop that says we will not hire a male, period? Like. It's just like a barbershop that says we will not hire a female, period. Do they do that? There's a barbershop in Oklahoma City where it's all men and no women are allowed in the barbershop. Is it just because they want a boys club kind of thing? <clears throat> it's one of those things where it's like they feel like because they don't allow women in, women won't have issues with their men going there to get a haircut. Okay. Because like you have places like knockouts. Yeah, people don't and... want their husband going to knockouts, which is stupid. Because like, first off, the girl But the thing is, though, 
there's Clipper Queen, right? So I think she's out of Dallas or Houston. Then you have that one Cuban barber that she tattoos in stilettos and like a little crop top with Did like she jeans. Cuts in stilettos? Yeah. You said tattoos. I mean, she she cut <laughs> hair. Like, my bad. She tattoos. We're too? like in the middle. Okay. I need to meet this girl. <laughs> she sounds cool as fuck. It's a hundred dollars just to get in her chair. But she's good, right? She's really good. And she's playing the I'm sexy card. Yeah. Gorgeous, Double, yeah. but going to give you a freaking amazing fade. That's the thing. If she can do both. Like, if she just charged extra to be pretty, I'd be like, oh. But, like, if you're good at But at the at same time, do, the man's head, I don't care. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be be completely real and people are going to hate me for this. You go to knockouts to get your hair cut, you could probably have a whole lot of lines in your freaking head. Dude. You probably need to come to me so I can fix it. <laughs> okay, when, you know Kevin, right? Yeah. Okay, when, when I first met Kevin, I was tattooing him and I, I would go get my hair cut. Uh, Thomas, my old manager, was getting his hair cut by Kevin. I sent Kevin... Anybody that said, hey, who's a good barber? He was the one I knew. And, like, in my opinion, he's a great barber. Mm -hmm. um, I sent him a lot of work. And then he was doing the, like, it was, like, Lawton's best, like, grapevine thing. Yeah. We won the two years that we, that it was in, maybe three, and then they stopped doing it, I guess. Yeah. But it was best barber, best barber shop. Obviously, Ice Trays was on the list. Uh, obviously, Kevin's on the list. And there was a few other shops that I really liked that I was like, I've met at that guy. And I was like, I don't want to fucking be biased. Like, I like all these guys and I don't know much about barbering, but I know that dude's haircuts look good to me. Kevin did not do very well compared to this lady that I saw in. First off, it's hard to judge barber work by pictures, in my opinion. I saw some bad haircuts and I was like, all right, bro. I know the lady. <laughs> I know the lady. I was like, what's what's happening here? And he goes, well, she gets a lot of votes <laughs> and I don't. I don't want to say I don't want to say she's not a good barber. I'm not gonna say she's not. She's a, not a good barber. He was so nice about it. He goes, I'm not gonna say she's not a good barber. I'm just gonna say we're better. Everybody at the shop. Here's is better. the thing. <laughs> License wise, she wasn't even a barber. That sounds about right. But she worked at one of the establishments very similar. Knockouts. I didn't know if it was knockouts. It was either knockouts or. I, I've gotten my hair cut by her. What's the other one? Uh, sports clips. Sports. Okay, so I knew it was one of those two. And that's what I, you know, when I saw that competition, like best barber or whatever, yeah. it's a barber, and then there's a cosmetologist. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't feel like cosmetologists should be allowed, and there should have been best stylist, best barber, right. because now the way the board of cosmetology works, they're two separate things. If you have a barber pole outside of your establishment and you have no licensed barbers in there, that's a five thousand dollar fine. I never knew that. I figured you could kind of get away with whatever as long as... No, I mean, now even the, the head investigator came down to start shutting down stylists and salons. They were using a straight razor on men's faces without being actual, yeah. like, licensed Well, that's barbers. one thing that, that, that bothers me. Because I, like, as a tattoo artist, that's what we look at is, like, bloodborne pathogen shit. That's, yes. like, you start an apprenticeship day one, I'm going to tell you, like, don't touch this. This will fucking kill your client. Don't do this. Don't... F like, that's all... All it is is don'ts. And then I'll go into a barbershop, and I'll see somebody using a straight razor, and I'm like, I hope to God that motherfucker knows how to use a straight razor. Because, like, I know, like, the blade itself is disposable now, right? Now they're disposable. I mean, you could still find your uh, your old school, like, you're going to yeah. use the strop and the hone. But normally they go to changeable blades just because it's uh, for sanitation purposes. Right. You know, you could but just But otherwise you it. have to run autoclave. Yeah. And I assume, I've never seen an autoclave in a barbershop, but I, I assume it's not common. So I would say... Let's fucking be safe. Yeah, you you are. I mean, I, it's rare. You if if you see an autoclave in an actual barbershop, it's probably because they have people doing nails in there as well. Okay, I was thinking maybe they just have an old dude that's cool as fuck with a strap. Just most <laughs> most barbers have switched man to the right. changeable just because it's more you know sanitation yeah. purposes. Same thing with tattooing. You like put it in a sharps disposables. container and 
you know, yeah. do away with it. But it's like, you know, and I I put it simply like this. I always ask a cosmetologist, you know, they want to use a straight razor. I'm like, okay, go ahead. I was like, what's the angle you got to hold the blade at compared, you know, to the skin? (laughs) And they're like, like this. And they're just like, look at me. And there's like, there's an angle. I was like, yeah, there's an actual like angle. Do you want me to take a guess? What's up? 80 something? Real, real like this or no? No. Not at all? Angles. 80 is like. Okay. 90 is like this, right? Yeah. So 80 be just a little, you don't want to do You want to, you want to Oh, you want to like all up in it. 30. 30. Okay. Yes, so you don't want it, you don't want to drag it. Though. You really do. Yeah. Okay, I was saying it backwards then. Yeah, you're right. It's basically and I always tell them, you know, rule of thumb is if you can, where you get your finger behind the actual blade, you can hold the, you know, the, the blade between your thumb and your index finger, you probably have the proper angle. But at the same time, you have to pull the skin, proper yeah. drag. You have to understand, you know, the the different sections of the face. You can't just go downward. You also have to pay attention to growth patterns and stuff like that. Right. So none of that shit. Well, I would be scared to have anybody do a straight razor here, like under my jawline. That's my favorite. Dude, that shit would make me so nervous. That's my favorite. Like, um, People always look at me and they're like, can you actually use a straight razor? Like, hmm, that's why I came to barber school. Like, trust me, <laughs> I'm not going to cut you. I'll do a whole head if I have to. Okay, so when I get my head tattooed, go to you the day before my appointment? Bro, I'll, I'll, I'll straight razor your head. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll do that because I was like, I don't want to fucking use a razor. Like, I'm, I'm still like a, a ways away from that. I don't think I'm that bald yet, but I'm like... Okay, so it started out with I got to for my daughter, ease into shorter hair. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, not shaggy as much. Yeah. I'm gonna have you cut my hair really soon, and then it'll be very short, and then I'll probably have you maintain that. Kinda, you'll get mad at me because it'll be like two months. I'll forget. But uh, no, I, dog, I'll I show up at your door and be like, like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> dude, for real, you need your hair cut. <laughs> You're looking shaggy. <laughs> Come to the shop, be like, hey, I saw you on TikTok. You look like shit." <laughs> But yeah, I want to like ease into it because every time I get a haircut, my daughter's like, please don't cut all your hair off. I know you want to, but please don't. I'm like, I can't help that my hair is falling out. I'm fucking 30, dog. It's going to go. Like yeah. genetics are strong. My genetics uh, are strong too. My, my, whole, <laughs> my, my, my mom's whole side is just fucking cue balls. I'm the only person out of my brothers. I'm the only one that has like, you from 10 feet, people don't go, oh, he's balding. Like, <laughs> like my brother, it's like, like blonde, like vaguely on top my other brother is like completely fucking bald the oldest is like 36 my homeboy was cutting my hair he's like yeah he's like you know because he pinned my hair up top because mm-hmm. normally i just go the same same on both sides he's like you know i gotta pin your hair up he's like Cause for some reason you're holding on i was like because i give the women a fucking something to hold on to for a little bit <laughs> i know they want me to go bald but well that's the thing like I, I was looking at it like this i want my head tattooed really bad but i also think like i'm going to miss my hair i'm gonna miss having hair at some point so i want to hang on to it until it's the point like until one year before I look desperate to have hair. You know that look? <laughs> like, have you ever watched Impractical Jokers? Yeah. Uh, I want to say it's Myrrh. The kind of yeah. nerdy one. Oh, my God. I was like, dude, just fucking shave it. No, you want like, really bad? Go to the VA on post. No, I'm good. There's a guy that works there. <laughs> Does he have, like, six hairs? No, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. He has the crown. Mm-hmm. Bold. Hair here. Long-ass ponytail. Why? <laughs> Why? Because. He, what is the point? Okay. What are you holding on he to, wants bro? wants to be cool. I, I don't know who it was. I hope it was Mitch Hedberg. But somebody said, if you ever see a dude with a ponytail, he's either a, fo- a folk singer or a pedophile. If he doesn't have a guitar, just run. And like, I heard that joke and then it went and got tattooed by Ty Harris. One of the best black and gray, especially at the time. One of the best black and gray guys in the world. Like, yeah. world renowned. I didn't know he had a fucking ponytail and he was balding. I walk in, I'm like, oh my God, he's got a ponytail. I should run. <laughs> like, that was like my first impression. And I, like, I love Tiny Death. He's cool as fuck. But I was just like, 
gotta cut your hair. Five years later, he cuts his hair short. He's still... And the thing is, he doesn't look bad. Like, it doesn't look bad. He gets a good barber cut, and they know how to handle a guy that's, like, losing his hair. But he's never gonna be like, yeah, I'm bald. I mean, I understand if it's, like... Have you seen those people where they just have, like... You know, it's... Uh, what's it called? The, the, the monks? Where they have... That long ponytail. Oh, but yeah, it's that just, looks cool. Yeah, like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you look like a total freaking nerd or pedophile. Yeah. I never thought about that. I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> like a rat tail. <laughs> One dreadlock. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Walking around with two dreadlocks. I'll cut it. I'll the give way. them my homegirls to come and dreadlock it. Okay. Totally down. Let's we color do it. it, too. All right. Pink, pink dreads. That's fine. Let's do it. We can dip it in Kool-Aid. That's a good idea. <laughs> We've actually, I've heard of putting Kool-Aid in people's shower head. I've heard that'll actually dye their hair. I've never tried it. I feel like it'd be super diluted, but I want to try it. Let me go highlight my hair and I will try yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My hair's not, like, I use some shit. My, okay, so we're like the least strict parents I've ever known when it comes to shit like drawing on yourself, dyeing your hair, whatever. Like, uh... My kids at a very young age, including my son, are like, I want my hair to be purple. And we're like, all right. So we just asked some people that, like, dye hair professionally. Like, uh, do you know Skylar? Yeah. Skylar's fucking rad at it. Uh, like, hey, what won't fuck their hair up? And there's this shit you order online. It's like 40 bucks and it lasts forever. It's basically shampoo. Yeah. It works really good on my kids. Their hair's barely lighter than mine. I tried to dye my hair pink with it. I left it in, like, 10 minutes longer than they said. It says leave it in for, like, 35 minutes. I left it in for, like, 45. My hair was, like, the same exact color. I don't know. My hair's weird. Hmm. My hair's a piece of shit. It's all falling apart. I want you to make it look good. <laughs> make me look good, but don't make me look like... I want to look like somewhere between Brad Pitt and Jason Momoa. But you just cut my hair and make my body do that. Like, if you could do that, that would be cool. Brad Pitt and Jason Momoa. I want to mix Brad... Because it's like, that gives both sides of the spectrum. Like, you got a big, bad motherfucker and a dude with a buzz cut that's always eating in every fucking movie he's in for some reason, which pisses me off. I don't know why the fuck. Like, have you noticed that? Watch Ocean's Eleven, you'll be like, why is he always eating? That's that's why people like me on my TikTok. Because you're always eating? I'm always eating on my TikTok. Yeah, so... And I eat Pop-Tarts. Let's talk about that. A lot of Pop-Tarts. I'm not at all going to claim I eat healthy because I got high as fuck and made a microwave mug cake. I don't even know if you know what that is. It's like a pack of... That's just good. Yeah. Uh, I did that last night. But (laughs) for the most part, I actually do eat healthy. Mm -hmm. And I did a week where I... I I guess I ate three times in one week. I was doing 36-hour fast, Mm -hmm. which is fun. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it would be fun. Sounds like an eating disorder, but it's not. Uh... I don't really eat that bad. You can ask anybody that like is around me a lot. I don't <clears throat> eat too, too much food. I like candy, but I don't go crazy. And I, no matter what I do, am just always chubby. When I was a kid, I thought I was chubby. And I, it turns out I was skinny. I've seen pictures. I look like I was on meth. But <laughs> like I know what I actually look like now. And I'm like... I mean, you look pretty slender in that picture I, outside. Well, that's... Yeah, that's 185. That's... That's the sweet spot. <laughs> Maybe I should start working out. I don't know. No, nah, man. Uh, I mean, you could probably get on like the treadmill or something like that to help out a little bit. No, I started jogging uh, one mile a night, got it up to three, uh, did it for about six months, didn't lose any weight. Hmm. Uh, eating the same. The thing is I get hungry when I work out. So usually that's the, like, I know you have to do both. I know yeah. I can't just, so I'd come home from jogging and be like, oh my God, the let me get six The thing is how many cereal. times do you eat a day? Once. That's, no. I know. I've been told. I've been told both ways. So once is what works for me. Yeah. And I'm cool. Like again, I'm cool with this weight. I do like the idea of like figuring out a thing that works for me. Mm-hmm. And now that you've made that look when I said once, uh, 
over the weekend we went to Broken Bow. Like last weekend we went to Broken Bow with the shop, and somebody cooked every day. Jason cooked some dope shit. Sarah cooked some dope shit. Uh, Megan made breakfast one day. I was like, oh, I ate constantly, like every three and a half hours, and I lost like five pounds. Yeah. And I wasn't exercising at all. That's because your metabolism started to speed up. Well, what if I just stop eating for a year? No. Ah, no. No. Right. No. No, I mean, you normally want to get your body to where your metabolism is burning like a furnace. So every two to three hours is kind of like rule of thumb of what yeah. you want to, you know. I've, I've heard that that was like the common information. This is the problem, and I'm sure you get just as mad as I would if I gave a fuck. Uh, five to ten years ago, that was that was the number one piece of information. Everybody's like, okay, so you want to eat with two to three hour gaps, like six meals a day, six really small meals a day is what I heard a lot. Seemed to work for people. They'd eat like... Chicken and vegetables, chicken and rice, chicken and vegetables, chicken and vegetables, chicken and vegetables. That's pretty much all it was. They had like rice once or twice throughout that, and it worked out great. Mm -hmm. And they always looked fucking fantastic. And then it went to intermittent fasting, keto, all these like really extreme things. And I would, if you told me to guess what the human body prefers, I would say it's something between every fucking four days and constantly i wouldn't think it would be like i'm gonna go 24 hours without food that's gonna fix it i would think if if it was an evolutionary thing and it had something to do with us not being able to get food at some point it would be longer than 24 hours mm -hmm. so it makes more sense to me to think like three four times a day you know maybe not six mm -hmm. but i'm just gonna say straight up and i know this is not a valid thing to say because i could make it work if i wanted to i will probably never work it out to where i can like where i think food is or where I think I am important enough to eat that many times per day. Because it's like, I'm going to tattoo for six hours. I'm not going to stop in the middle of the tattoo yeah. to eat. Uh, so I could eat three times before. I could wake but up at six. But would you be more, more prone to like drinking something while you're tattooing? I drink a lot of water while I tattoo. Make um, it like a shake. See, that's... Like a protein shake. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Yeah, just get like some... Go to like Total Nutrition. There's one that's... I don't know. Do you like chocolate? Yeah, I like There's one called shit. Gourmet Chocolate. Put a banana in there. Put some greens, like some fibers. Mm -hmm. Put some ice in there, maybe some cherries, some blackberries. And treat that as a meal. That'll do the same yes. thing for my metabolism. See, I could do that. And if I put them in like little eight ounce, like like uh, little cups that just have a lid where I can just kick it back. Yeah. I mean, because I'll like what I do basically is every hour or so, I grab a bottle of water like this. I fucking chug it on my way to the bathroom because I got to pee a lot because I drink a lot. <laughs> and and I, I literally work it out. I go, okay, you you cool with a break right now? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, help yourself to anything over there. I go grab me a water. And I push it, like I push the bottle into my face as I walk to the bathroom. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's like I, I'm disciplined enough. I know like water's going to help, but I know all that shit. And I also know I sound like, I sound really hypocritical because I sound like when it comes to getting what you want, I tell people, no, don't fucking make all these stupid excuses. These are all excuses. And I'm acknowledging, for me, I just don't want to be any different size or shape or whatever. Yeah. It would all be vanity. It wouldn't be like, I really don't think I'm unhealthy. Mm -hmm. I think I'm, I think it would be better if I was 20 pounds lighter. I'm not saying I think I'm the perfect weight, but I don't think it's unhealthy to be the weight I am more than it would be to be fucking crackhead skinny. Like, yeah. I think it's kind of like, whatever, but... I enjoy being hungry. That's a weird thing. Like I, I have a, like mental clarity is there when I'm hungry. So I tattoo better hungry. So I don't eat before I tattoo anymore. Mm. Like I'll eat breakfast maybe every three months before I tattoo. I'll eat an omelet with just veggies, very little cheese. That's it. Otherwise I'm not going to eat food before I tattoo. You know what, man? I, I, and to be perfectly honest, I'm cutting hair. 
That sometimes happens. Where I'm hungry <laughs> as shit, and I'm like, man, I'm really hungry. But it's like the thought of the hunger disappears while I'm cutting hair. Yep. And then you're like laser focused. Yeah. It's, it's fucking weird. Weird. Yeah. The thing is, I like, I, I want to understand all this, and I don't think I will. Like, I, I don't think anybody does. I think the people that study and it. You talk the time, to a psychologist, be like, what's wrong with me? Well, okay, so this is the little bit of information I have that kind of makes sense. If your body's burning, if your body's, I don't know if like being hungry, you're already kicking into this, but if your body's burning fat, mm-hmm. I would assume it's your brain's not working as hard. Your body's not as bogged down as if your body's burning a bunch of fucking bread you just ate. Yeah. So it's probably like, I bet the same effect would work if I only ate two eggs with salt. That's it. Like I bet I'd, I bet I'd be in the same condition, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, I'm real good at veggie omelets. So like anytime I want to feel healthy, I eat veggie omelets, salads with ranch, and I understand ranch. I could. Are do you that omelet. dad that makes those bomb ass omelets? No. No. No, my kids don't like omelets. I make quick ass <laughs> omelets. I go, what kind of frozen pepper bullshit do I have in there? I throw it in the microwave to defrost it. Fucking throw three eggs in that motherfucker, get them spread out, literally toss shit in there, no salt, no pepper, flip it over, sprinkle cheese on top, fucking throw it on the plate, it's half runny, it's fine. I don't give a fuck. It sounds good, though. It tastes good. But the thing (laughs) is, I don't care. Like, it's really weird. Like, what if, okay, it's got to be really good for me to get excited about food. Like, Mm -hmm. if Jason cooks it, I'm stoked every time. He cooked bomb-ass food? Oh, my God. Dude. If he was a girl, Brandy'd be in trouble. Jason, next time I get a tattoo, I better have food. <laughs> Bring me some motherfucking food. Dude, the thing is, he'll practice for a week, whatever you want. He'll, like, he'll be, dude, what I told him about, he's so fucking nice, it it kind of worries me. I'm like, bro, you got to think about well, you It's sometimes. like the, the, the barber pole, when he had done it on my neck, mm-hmm. he did it quick. And I was like, damn, that was fast. He's like, dude, he's like. He'd been I, thinking about it for a week. He's like, dude, he's like, I almost cried. And I was like, why? And he's like, because I couldn't figure out how to fucking tattoo it on your neck. He's like, so I practiced it for an entire week. Mm-hmm. I he, saw him. I was like, like, dude, are you okay? He goes, I got to get this one right. It's on his neck. I was like, they're they're all going to be seen by somebody. Yeah. And he's just like, I just couldn't. He's like, and he's like, I finally figured it out. He's like, I just needed to get the flow right. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I think he said that you had sent him something having to do with like a feather or something like he that. Did. Yeah. Well, that's what we could, Okay. So like, don't mm-hmm. take this the wrong way when it comes to a barber pole. Yeah. Like it is a boring subject matter. It's not... Boring subject matters are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, they're usually not most artists' favorites. So the one place where I'm going to give you good advice, like where you, in, like this is going to be me being cocky again. Any artist should take my advice on boring subject matters. I will tell you how to handle something that is simple. Um, unless you're obviously 10 times better than me, then I'll shut the fuck up. Yeah. But, but uh, he messaged me once and he was like, what do you think about this? Sent me a picture of like how it was. We talked about it at the shop. I was high as fuck. I went home and I saw a feather. <clears throat> Uh, somebody did a good job. I wish I could remember who it was, but it was on Instagram. And I was like, it, they just made it look good. They mm-hmm. just, the way it flowed. And I was like, I've had, if I had to take an honest guess, I'd say six to 700 feathers just walking. The show. I just want a feather. I got really fucking good at feathers, but I never did a feather where I was excited about it. I never was like, holy shit. And I was like, this is the approach you have to take to the tattoos that are frustrating. Like for example, a barber pole on a neck. Like, how are you going to make it not just look like a pole? Yeah. Um, and then also, this is the approach you take to the the shit you don't want to do. And he was like, holy shit, you just fixed all my fucking problems. And then it turned out like that. And all it, it wasn't me. It was just like all I had to do is tell him a thing that I was thinking because I was high as fuck looking at a picture of a feather. And it worked for him. You want clarity? You need to smoke. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but, but like, the whole thing was, okay, imagine... A person walks in the shop and says, I would like a feather tattoo on my forearm. 
It's like, how the fuck am I going to make that cool? So what I used to do is I would take a picture of an eagle feather that was kind of spotted and weird. And I'd be like, is it cool if I do this? And they'd say yes. Every time, no matter what. I, and I've done some cool shit. I've never done a feather like this. And then he took that and somehow turned it into a barber pole. Like, it doesn't make sense unless you're one of us, I guess. Yeah. But, but it was like, I was really happy it worked out. And that's one of my favorite tattoos he's done. It's probably top 10. Like, He's done some really cool shit since we started working together, and there's the occasional one where I'm just like, holy shit. And neither one of us is good at taking pictures, so you'll see some shit on Instagram and be like, I saw that three hours ago, and that was a 10. The Instagram picture's an 8. It's still nice, but it's like, we're bad at pictures. Yeah. We need to have a photographer roll through. But he asked me something about pictures one time, and I like, we agree on this, and I think it's cool. He was like, so do you think we should just get like a photo set up in here or something? Because I can never find the right spot. And we talked about it a little bit. He has, like, photography equipment. I have some photography equipment. We could build a little booth. And I was like, actually, do your clients usually leave way happier than you thought they would? He's like, yeah. I was like, let's just keep posting shit that looks three quarters as good as it actually looks. And that's what we do. We're not marketing ourselves. We're we're doing the opposite of false advertising. Yeah. Like, we want it to look better in person. Yeah. And once you get to that, it makes the stress of taking a picture go away. You're like, uh, it's not about the picture. What kind of about- iPhone do you have? Uh, X. Get the 12. Nah. Watch. Nah. Watch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Watch. I'm going to keep the X till like you're gonna, the you're gonna You're going to look at the picture and be like, what the fuck just happened? So here's the problem with me and that. <laughs> now, this is going to sound weird. I want to get a Tesla. So what I'm thinking is because of how many slaves they have to have get the batteries for the Tesla, I can't get a phone for 10 years. <laughs> like that's, that's where I'm at. I was just like, hmm. Like, once you realize that everything with, that we're using that has a battery in it required a, tri- a child slave to get the fucking minerals for the battery, I don't feel good about buying new electronics. Like, I like old... I like Are you going to have people like, what the fuck? They're going to oh, yeah. start looking it up and yeah, be like... Yeah, Google it. Google it, bitches. I've told so many people, they're like, no, there's no child slavery in the world. I'm like, America is like one of the few places with no slavery, and we still pay waitresses like two fifty an hour. That's practically slavery. Yeah. You expect the... Cl- it actually, that stems from slavery. That's... The reason that waitresses and waiters don't get paid a decent wage is because when slavery ended, some business owners were like, we're still going to have that black dude fucking bring you your food and you can pay him. And that's what started it. They didn't pay them. They let the customers pay them. And it, it wasn't considered slavery. It was a loophole. And it's just stayed like, I'm not saying don't tip. I'm not saying let's do away with tipping. I'm saying tip more because fuck, that's unfair. But you should pay people. You're like just dropping knowledge on people right now. They're like, what? They're going to look this they, up. Like, okay, wow. That's the thing. That's the, <laughs> Okay, maybe I'm needed on TikTok because I watch documentaries and get high as fuck all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm needed on TikTok. It's like they want the. And the funny thing is, I, I got so many fucking haters. I'm going to be real with you. Mm-hmm. I got so many haters on TikTok, but it's okay because they're still fans. They're still right. clout the way I see it. Well, no, if you have a hater that watches every video and you make that's even the amazing 15 cents part. off a video. That's the amazing part. <laughs> they're paying your bills. It's because they comment their displeasure, their, how, much, how displeased they are to see you. Mm-hmm. Now the algorithms work where they the, your videos always pop up on their feed unless they block yeah, you. Yeah, that's how, that's how <laughs> every social network... So first off, let me explain algorithms in a way to make you not sound like... I don't think of social media networks as being evil, but you understand like... Whatever gets people engaged is what's going to show up. Yeah. What people engage with is anything negative. Yeah. And it's not, it's it's an evolutionary issue. It's like, okay, the, the analogy I use to explain it to my kids is a thousand years ago, 
we didn't have to get excited about a rose. We didn't give a fuck about a rose. We wouldn't look at a rose and smell it. We'd be so worried about the fucking panther hiding in the fucking jungle. We got to hide from that bitch. So your main evolutionary thing, your main concern would be with negativity, negativity, like bad things, things that could attack you. And if you're a fucking moron in 2020 or 2021, you think that a guy saying, I voted for Trump is the same thing as a fucking cougar behind a tree because there's no real danger left. Mm-hmm. It would be fun to be one of my kids, by the way. They're like, <laughs> people are always like, you just explained to a four-year-old, like, the reason that you have to go to work. Why don't you just tell them you have to go to work? I'm like, I don't want her to think I'm leaving her just to have fun. I'm leaving her to have fun and make sure she can go to Hawaii at some point. Yeah. Like, so the cutest thing the other day, like, now it's going to get into another episode of Andrew loves his kids too much. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure people are like, you oh have my God, kids. Kids. they're adorable. You love your kids. They're fucking adorable. But the other day, I was, I'll tell you how to make them. I'm sterile. Oh. Uh, (laughs) I was going to say shoot some live loads. Here's what you do. There's plenty of babies that need adopted. Most definitely. I recommend a black one so people are a little confused. Like dark, dark. (laughs) And they only date white bitches from here on out. People are like, what the hell is going on? Like, because people never assume adoption. I don't know why. Um, One time, and... uh, your you TikTok. know the crazy part is though on the TikTok there was People actually a family. Oh. No, <laughs> there was a family, and it was a white family that had adopted a black baby, and the hatred that they got for adopting a black baby, not from the white community, from the black community. It doesn't make sense from any community. I'm like, you what? adopted a baby, period. That baby, if okay, I've tattooed a bunch of people that have been adopted. I've only had one say, "I wish that, I wish that I got raised by my real parents." I've met them. They're great. I like, and like people tell me some crazy shit. It was, they couldn't wrap their head around these good, nice people at the time that they found out that they were having a baby, couldn't fucking wrap their head around the idea of having a baby. So they just got rid of me. So that fucked them up. But they said their parents are great. They're glad they got adopted. They just, that was one. Every other person I've ever met that's been adopted, they're always fucking incredible people. They're always, they feel grateful for everything. They're like, hey, Clearly, it's not the baby's fault. Once yeah. you, you might, I, I do think if I was like adopted, I found out I was adopted, I would want to go see a therapist for a while, get past the part like, why didn't my parents want me? That's yeah. going to be an issue. Once you get past that and you realize somebody chose me and somebody didn't have to when they raised me, that's fucking beautiful. Like, that's yeah. really cool. So, anytime a person adopts somebody, that person should not only get a high five, they should get free dinner everywhere they go. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> I think if you adopt a baby, you should never pay for food. And that's what everybody's like, oh, man, you can't have kids. Like, that sucks. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Because that just means I can, you know, get some other type of blessing. I can One yeah. day I can go and adopt a kid. Or, you, you can know. adopt a kid if you want to. Or I can uh, be an amazing stepdad. You can be a great stepdad. You can bust nuts and not have to worry as much. There's a lot of, like, I mean, it'd be hard for me to look at it as a positive if I didn't have any kids. Like, I, that can't be the coolest shit ever in your head. But, like. If you're a positive person, you're not looking for the negatives. Yeah. There are positives. Like, if if I were, I mean, my wife has her tubes ties, so essentially, like, we know we're not having any more biological babies. My youngest, I never got to what Ashley did, it was cute, by the way. My youngest uh, was the most traumatic fucking birth I've known anybody to have. I'm sure somebody's had worse shit. But uh, we thought she was dead in the womb. They did an eight-minute fucking C-section. Threw her on the table. She was three pounds, five ounces. Threw her in a fucking helicopter. Flew her to Oklahoma City. We stayed in Oklahoma City for a month. I was in the process of moving Avenue from Texas to Oklahoma. I had saved up a fuckload of money. 
all that money went away. I had to get a fucking signature loan to open the shop and pay my bills at the same time. It was like I had enough money for one but not the other kind of thing. And it was fucking insane. And looking back at it now, that was like one of my favorite two-month sets of – like that was like, okay, I'm I'm having a baby. I thought I was going to have a baby in three months, but now we're having a baby right now. Uh, Got to figure out how to get the shop open. Maybe we're not getting chandeliers anymore. Um, All that shit that was like – to me was like, holy fuck, this is terrible. Like – if I had to pick a two-month period of my life that I was like, this is probably the best period of my life, it was probably that. Like, so far, it was either that or how. whenever I was in fucking Newport Beach with the kids for a couple days, that was cool, too. But the point is, like, the shit that we think is a problem at the time usually ends up being pretty cool later. Yeah. And most people can't fucking wrap their head around that. And, yeah. like, you have to live through that to fucking get it. And then once you do, you're like, that's cool. Anyway, my point is with Asher. The other day I was going to work. And Mila, okay, Asher's seven, Mila's four. Mila goes, do you have to go to work today? And I was like, yeah, I got to go to work. Give me a hug. I'm going to head out. And then Asher goes, <laughs> and he's just repeating me. It's not like he's a fucking philosopher. But he was like, you realize he has to go to work or we wouldn't be able to have this house, right? And she was like, yeah. Like, she had no idea. But he explained to her, like, I go to work because I like it, but I also go to work because I have to. And the more I go to work, the more things we have. Mm-hmm. So I have a balance of, I work four days a week. I'm here three days a week. Today, I got up and they were like, you have a day off, right? And I was like, yeah, I do have a podcast at six. They go, oh, we don't mind that. We just want to see you. Like, my kids actually fucking like me. Yeah. Like, that's, like, I think most parents don't realize how important that is. Like, yeah. Like, they're like, I'm not saying I'm their friend, like, we're buddies, I don't have to fucking, I have to discipline them, I have to tell them shit they don't want to hear, all that, I have to break bad news to them. I mean, one time I had to break bad news to them that uh, a guy died uh, that they knew, (laughs) and my daughter goes, good thing it wasn't one of us, and walked off, and I was like, (laughs) all right, Uh, we're learning. Uh, But it was, uh, that was, essentially it was their grandpa, it was a guy that was Dating my mother-in-law from the time Asher was a baby. Yeah. And when he passed away, I was like, yes, I wasn't enjoying the fact that he passed away. My grandpa died within a week at the same time. And I was like, this is a fucking rough week. I don't even have to explain my grandpa because they weren't really close with him. Just like, oh, that guy? All right. That sounds terrible. <laughs> but like, um, the Frog, like the guy, they saw him every fucking week at least twice. Yeah. So I thought this was going to be the hardest thing ever. And I was like, okay, they're little kids. I don't know what to tell them. And I was like, okay, so you understand, like, he's dead, which means basically we will never see him again alive. We could go to a funeral and see him, and then they bury him, and he's gone forever. And they were like, yeah, all right. Good thing it wasn't one of us. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I felt like this bitch is cold. But also I was kind of in, like, I, was, uh, I don't know if impressed was the right word, but it was really weird. They understand like, life. They understand that's what happens and what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, they do? understand why would you look at the past and fucking go, oh, I wish I could bring him back. Like, motherfuckers die. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I was more like my daughter in that case. Because I, I was like, all right, then. Everything's back to normal. What? Like, it was really weird. Uh, you were expecting the complete opposite. I was expecting tears. Don't do well with tears. Uh, I was expecting questions. Mm-hmm. I don't do well with questions that I can't answer in a way. Like, okay, as a, I think it would be helpful if I believed in a little more than I do. If I was like fully religious. Yeah. Because I like, I don't have the confidence to tell my kids I know what happens when you die. 
Like mm-hmm. I've talked to Eddie about this. I've talked to religious people at atheist. I believe Eddie would identify as an atheist. I don't want to say that incorrectly, but I think so. Um, but I've talked to Eddie about this on a podcast, and he was like, "I I don't think you go anywhere. I think you, you just you're fucking dead. That's it. I think you, it's black." And I was like, "I think that's possible." I also think heaven's possible. I also think another dimension's possible. I also think reincarnation's possible. I also think you being confident that you know this is not good. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was like, no, like, what's wrong with that? I was like, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I believe that that is what you believe, and I believe that that, that is a possibility. Mm-hmm. And we got in this long thing where I'm like, I don't – I think people want to believe in something really, really bad for situations like this so they can tell their kids he's in heaven. The reality is, like – because they mean, always want an answer. Everybody yeah. wants an answer for something. Uh, there's know? no answer for me. I mean, for me, I know like I know a lot of people are super religious and they're like, "Here's the answer. It's God." That is a lot of people's answer, and I think that does help a lot of people. I just it, I can't make it work for me. Yeah. Like, and I don't think that anybody that says they think that their loved one went to heaven is wrong. I don't think that I am right. I also don't think they're 100 percent right. Like, I just don't know. I just like to joke around with my mom. I'm like, I'm going straight to hell. She's like, no, I'm going to pray for you. And well, I'm I mean, like, this guy had, like, when I met him, the first thing I found out about him is that he was uh, he was a convicted murderer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's going to be scary. He's like the nicest motherfucker ever. He'd take two hits of some shitty weed and be high as fuck, laugh. Really cool. Excuse me. Got the burps. So I asked my mother-in-law after finding out he's a murderer. I was like, what the fuck did he do? Like, he doesn't look like a murderer. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he's not covered in scary tattoos. Oh, I got triple burps. Uh, she said, well, you might want to ask him, but I'll just say you would do the same thing. And I was like, I'm not a fucking murderer. And she goes, he's not really a murderer either. He just killed somebody. Killed the pedophile. He did. Yes. <laughs> yes. Beat him to death. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But it was like, okay, I don't think I would do the same thing in his shoes. I don't know what I would do. But what he did was he wasn't planning to kill the guy. Yeah. He found out it was a person he cared about deeply that was victimized. And he said, oh, I know how to handle this. Went straight to the guy's house. They were having a fucking party, apparently. I don't know. I might be way off on the story. Um, But there were multiple people there. There were a lot of witnesses. He was like, fuck it. I'm just going to beat his ass. He just couldn't stop himself once he got, you know, 20 punches deep and the dude stopped moving. Yeah. And uh, he did, I think it was like 13 years. And that put him middle-aged when he got out of jail like he or prison. He wasn't, you know, old. And he was really fucking nice. And it was really confusing when I heard murder. And then seeing him. Kill the pedophile. I'm like, all right. I get it. <laughs> and then also, like, yeah, like talking to him. It was really, for me, it was a big eye-opener. I was like, okay, now when I find out somebody's got a rap sheet, I'm going to ask more questions. I'm not going to, like... I already wasn't super judgy because I tattooed a lot of people. At that time, I had hired a guy that went to prison for manufacturing. We worked great for Wait, so did you ask him the question? I did. He told me the exact story. He wasn't, like, in any way weird about it. Like, I was No, like how he felt about killing somebody? He felt great about it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he was like, he he said he'd do it again. Uh, He didn't say, like, man, I wish, like... I think he would have done it again, but I think he would have done it more strategically, and I think he wouldn't have gone over with the plan of just injuring him. I think he would have planned out yeah. a successful way to kill him without going to prison mm-hmm. because I think that's what any logical person that's going to kill somebody is going to try. But the reality is when you go kill somebody, if you have a motive and the cops don't suck, you're going to get looked at. If you're not a fucking genius slash world-class poker player slash rich person, 
you're probably going to crack after about two and a half hours of them fucking being assholes in an interrogation room. So you shouldn't murder people. Yeah. That's that's the that's the lesson I got from it is maybe don't murder. <laughs> but um, the thing is, like, he basically was like, so I didn't really miss much. Um, uh, he told me some really fun prison stories. Uh, he told me about a family size uh, jar of peanut butter getting keistered. So that was cool. He said, day one. <laughs> He was like, I walk in there day one. This dude goes, Jigger for me. And I was like, pause. What the fuck is Jigger? He goes, that's where you look for the cops. I was like, COs or cops? He's like, whatever the fuck they are. The guys, we fucking hate them, okay? So you're looking out. You're making sure. I look. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking for. I just know I'm looking for Jiggers or whatever. And I turn around. He's got the fucking thing three quarters of the way up his ass. Turn around again. It's gone. I was like, what? Like, he, he gave me too many details. I've shortened that story to tell a few people. Peanut butter of his asshole. But, uh, yeah, dude keistered a family Why? Size. Because you want peanut butter. I'm assuming there was drugs in the middle of the peanut butter, too. If I had to guess. Because I'm not... Wow. I'm not sticking peanut butter in the jar up my asshole. Uh, peanut butter up my asshole without the jar, if that's what if that what the ladies are into, you know? Maybe. Uh, no. <laughs> Have you seen the squeezable peanut butter? Yeah. It's going to fuck you up now, isn't it? Uh, no, the family No, the reason why jar- I say it is because I've seen that porn where, like... The jar? No. It's like this. Oh, the gapers. Yeah. Yeah, that's how a prison pocket is. They just shoving shit in there. They keep some things in there. And I was like, okay, so I wonder how many of my followers are like, yep, seen that. <laughs> There's at least two people like I've <laughs> I've definitely there. seen that. But my my thing is like couldn't you just do two or three small ones like a week apart? <laughs> like I have a lot of logical ways to fix this giant thing of peanut butter going like the other thing was I wanted to clarify three or four times like family size like the GIF that's this it's like it's a, like four dollars like a football yeah it's a four dollar one yeah he's like <laughs> yeah like bigger than this microphone like a big boy and I was like mm. so when we go like I mean I was thinking camping when I was a kid but now I'd just be like when we go to the beach uh, they have these little ones at Dollar General that are a dollar that are like I wouldn't be able to fit it in my asshole on the first shot. But I could see, <laughs> I could see working up to it. I could see a person for ten thousand dollars shoving that up their asshole. No problem. I think most people would. Uh, I First question see... would be like, do I have to? That's like... what I'm saying. <laughs> like, dude, I listened to a documentary about the a doc a, a docu podcast, whatever the fuck, about the Aryan Brotherhood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> those guys for some people that are like homophobic and racist, there's some gay motherfuckers. Also, did you know bikers kiss on the mouth? What? That's a thing. I didn't know that. One percenters, apparently a lot of them, kiss each other on the mouth. It started in like the 60s just to shock people because they're all about like shock value and shit. I was doing a little research recently because I got really mad about some shit that involves some motorcycle clubs in town. I don't want to go into details because I don't want to get murdered. But uh, I was angry, so I researched it because I feel like when you're mad, you want to know more details so you could be like, what kind of people am I angry Pause. Your boy Yeet. I have fucking questions. You got a biker buddy? He's he's one of my followers. He, we, we, we communicate a lot. He's a, he's a bandito. Oh, he's kissing on the mouth, isn't he? I have <laughs> questions. <laughs> you better not. Is he in lot? Nah, he's in, uh, I think, San Antonio. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I don't know like what all we have here. I know we have banditos, and then we have Iron Order. Yeah. I've met a few of the guys from Iron Order. They hung out at Leo's Country Cafe a lot. And I was like, they seem real, like, normal. Like, they don't yeah. seem bikerly. I used to work at a biker Well, they shop. have a different... So, yes, they... There's, like, cops. They have now. their rivalries and stuff like that with, like, the banditos and all that. But Iron Order also 
has this thing that they do with like domestic violence and mm-hmm. domestic abuse where if they get a phone call and say, hey, this family is part of a domestic, you know, situation, they'll go to the house, pretty much hold the father, the man, the male figure, you know, probably at gunpoint or whoop his ass, the, remove the him out of the situation, yeah. take the family out of the house, take him to like a shelter or something like that, and then let the, the, the man come back to the house and, you know, do his biddings, whatever he has to do, right. get out of the house. Because my buddy Hartle was the vice president from for a while. There was a there was a club I tattooed a guy from uh, Wichita Falls. Uh, what the fuck was it? It's like Baca or something. Bikers Against Child Abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they did a very similar thing. And when I was tattooing the guy, I was like, "All right, so is this a whole criminal underworld thing?" He's like, "No. Most of the guys are like retired military, retired cops. They're not." what you think of when people say bikers or biker gang it's a motorcycle club mm-hmm. and like working around a bunch of bikers i started saying mc a lot more than like i've never said biker gang yeah uh, as a, like a normal piece of my language but um he explained what they did and he gave me like an exact situation he was like all right so there was this kid his dad was beating the shit out of him his mom was trying to fucking get in the middle mom got in the fucking way mom got the shit beat out of her called all these different shelters, all these different things, and nobody actually did anything. And, like, they basically, he said, we just fucking pull up. They had an alley. We put a few guys on foot in the alley with a motorcycle here, a motorcycle here, so they can run, jump on their bike, whatever. Uh, we put two guys behind his fence. We put about six dudes in front. And then the whole club just rolls up, fucking wah, 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 just all the noise. And the guy just shits his pants. <laughs> like, like, he didn't literally, but, like, he was like... We didn't have to do anything. We just asked him very nicely if he would fucking leave and keep paying the bills. And then we just have somebody camp out. Like, we just take turns for, like, six months. Somebody's in front of the house every night in a car. And I was like, just one person? He's like, nah, there's a few. Like, they'll they'll just, like, kind of do shift work. And I was like, okay, you guys all do this just to protect a kid. There's, like, no compensation. He goes, nah, we don't even have, like, bike rallies. Like, nothing. Like, we... If somebody gives us donations, we'll fucking take them, but we don't have, like, cost, you know? It's yeah. just it's just time. And I was like, that's cool. Because, like, you hear about, like, okay, when people are like, Hell's Angels is doing a toy drive, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I was running meth across the whole fucking country, I feel like a fucking teddy bear doesn't fix it. <laughs> Also, I'm not anti any drug. I just think maybe some seemed, are some seems, are more severe than seems others. Still a little criminally. So I was really happy <laughs> to hear about him. But also, like I I tattooed a few different guys that were in MCs. One time I tattooed a guy that was in Hell's Angels, and I didn't know. Like we didn't have like I was in Wichita Falls. I don't think there's any Hell's Angels there. But I had never met anybody from Hell's Angels, and he had is it eighty one? I don't fucking so a number that represents H A. Something. Anyway, uh, on his shirt, and I was like, what's that? And he goes, you don't know what it is? And I was like... I'm asking because... No, I, <laughs> I mean... But I think it said 81%. And I probably got the number wrong. Would mm-hmm. A, D, B, H? A, B, H? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H? Yeah. yeah. So I think it said 81%er. And I knew what a 1%er was. And, uh, and he was like, um, well, we're a really well-known organization. You may have heard of us on a few documentaries. And I was like, I'm assuming this means you don't want to tell me what it means. And he was like, no, I'll tell you. And I'm like, all right, I'm here. I'm tattooing you. Like, when the fuck are you going to tell me? And he goes, okay, so I'm a member of Hell's Angels. I try not to, like, 
you know, say too much when I'm out of town because I don't have anybody with me. And that's when I was like, so these guys are not tough. He can't tell me. He can't tell me. And I was that skinny. The picture you saw. Yeah. I was a little dude. You can't tell me that you're in Hell's Angels, like one of the biggest fucking motorcycle clubs in the whole world because you're in Bandito County or whatever mm -hmm. the fuck. Like, I was just confused. I thought they were all like. I mean, they get pretty brutal. I know. No, I know. It's wild. Like, I, have, saying, I have some I, like, friends of mine back at home that are Mongols. And oh, if a bandito, <laughs> like, if they see somebody wearing red and gold right. on the interstate, the fuck, by themselves. The fuck. And that was the thing. He was wearing, he wasn't wearing his cut, but he was wearing, like, gear that yeah. had stuff that from 50 feet you would never notice. But it's still, like, he still was representing Hell's Angels, but he wasn't representing Hell's Angels in a way that would get him in trouble, I guess. Yeah. Like, like, I get it. I'm not saying I would yeah. fucking run around show. I'm just like, I was confused and surprised. But that led to me taking interest in all these MCs. And then one time, so my boss at the time, his, his, uh, I think he was in the Scorpions before. He was somehow associated with the MC before he went to prison. Mm -hmm. Was no longer officially associated with anybody after prison. Like, did not want to get in trouble. And there's also, you know, when you're on parole, you can't and all this yeah. sort of shit. So he would have his old buddies come through the shop all the time. And there was a guy asking me, again, I'm, I was fucking 20 years old, uh, maybe 21, um, asking me what I thought about a situation. And I'm like, I don't think you want. I don't, I don't, you don't want my opinion, man. You don't want to ask me. And he's like, I'm just saying, these guys won't listen. I used to be the president. I just want an outsider's opinion. You tell me what you think. So we got a thing where we run from casino to casino and we run in a group. And one person in that group may or may not have some things. Like, he's really vague about everything. And I'm like, all right, so you're running drugs, got it. And he goes, uh, and I don't I, I don't know for sure this was Scorpions. I don't want anybody to be like, oh, I, I, I'm not accusing you. Drug <laughs> runners, all right? TikTokers, Scorpions of TikTok. I'm sorry. But it was one of the many clubs in Wichita Falls yeah. that that he was he was cool with all of them. Everybody in Wichita Falls would come through the shop. Um, not at the same time, <laughs> but he told me that a guy that said he worked for a cable company was a prospect mm -hmm. or a satellite company or something was a prospect. They asked for information like they would when they hire a person. They want your fucking, your work history. They want your, you know, your mom's maiden name, all kinds of crazy shit. Cause they want to check you out. They ran a background check on them. Apparently they have friends that do that. And he had like two priors. Uh, one was for possession of marijuana and the other had something to do with assault. Mm -hmm. And he was like, do you think that could be fabricated? And I was like, for sure. Like if, if he's undercover, they definitely could make a, they could just give him somebody else's whole identity and put a different picture on the ID. Yeah. So they could just pick a guy that's died or whatever, fucking use his identity. You're not going to pull a death certificate. They could use a guy that's in prison. They could fucking make a guy up. They they run the database. They can do that. And he's like, that's what I thought, but I'm not tech. I'm not a tech guy. So, but they can do that. I was like, they can do that. <laughs> like the one thing <laughs> I will tell you is they can do that. And he goes, all right. So I think, I think he's a cop, and they don't believe me that he's a cop, and he's gonna be like, he's gonna get a patch soon, and I don't know, like, I don't know how I feel about it. And I was like, well, if you think he's a cop. And you guys are not on the up and up. I think I know how you should feel about it. And like, again, this is like a 60 year old man talking to a fucking kid that doesn't know shit. And I'm like, to me, it was super obvious. And I was like, all right, so like, have you checked out his employer? And he's like, 
yeah, that was the other thing. We went to the address. It's an abandoned building. And I was like, he didn't put down like a real employer where you could go talk to other people and ask if he installs fucking satellite dishes. And he's like, he did. And we went and there was nothing there. And I was like, eh, that seems weird. Seems like bad police work to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, or he's just, you know, he's dealing drugs and he doesn't want you to know. That yeah. You know, it could be anything. And then he's like, what about this one? I live in a motel. And I was like, you don't have a house? <laughs> he's like, nah, I live in a motel. So uh, I, I left one day, went to do a run, came back, and my computer was missing. And I was like, housekeeper still? He's like, that's what I thought until it came back. My computer showed back up. Somebody dropped it off on the front porch of my motel room. So they came into the room, got the computer, had it for a few days, returned it to his front porch. And I was like, hmm. that's real weird. Did you have anything incriminating on the laptop? He goes, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, y'all, you know, um, I would definitely proceed with caution then. And he was like, yeah, they're going to let him in anyway. They don't really listen. I was like, so what was this conversation all about? Like, why the fuck are you asking me all this shit? Like, and he Make just, himself feel good. He was looking for anybody to confirm yeah. that this guy's probably a cop. Would you agree this guy's probably a cop? Probably. I don't know what happened after that, but I was like... I've watched Donnie Brasco. I know how that shit goes. <laughs> like, I don't know if you watched Donnie Brasco. No. Oh my God, greatest film ever. So uh, Johnny Depp plays Joe Pistone. Oh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta watch it now. You like Johnny Depp? Hell yeah. Okay. I'm just saying Johnny Depp before he was a pirate. Yeah. Real cool. Yeah. Um, like Edward Scissorhands. It was right after that. I think it was really? like early '90s. Yeah. Huh. It was. I mean, he was really young. So he played Joe Pistone. Joe Pistone is a real dude that was a member of the FBI that was a made guy in a fucking mob. Like yeah. The first ever law enforcement officer to get inducted into an actual mob, like officially. And Joe Pistone later on an interview said that the movie is. He said about as. I'm paraphrasing. About as accurate as Hollywood has ever been with anything involving police work or the mob. In the movie, Joe Pistone's characters like sawing motherfuckers apart and shit. And he was like, basically they just let him do whatever he did. He literally was breaking into his own house to kiss his kids in the middle of the night. Like he was undercover. I don't know how far away from where home is, but real close to where he lives. Playing a whole nother person. And I don't want to spoil it. The ending's fucking perfect. The beginning's fucking perfect. I might watch it tonight. It's so fucking good. Is that on Netflix? Uh, if it's not, I'm sure you could get it on Amazon Prime for like two bucks. It's old. It's not bad. Yeah, it's it's about the same time frame. Like Goodfellas was mm-hmm. 1990. I want to say this might have been 94 or something. Um, Alexa, what year did the movie Donnie Brasco come out? The book Donnie Brasco was published about 33 years ago on January 20th. The movie, bitch. <laughs> Adaptation was released on February 28th, 1997. 97. I was I was close. I said I was five. Yeah. <laughs> I was seven. Yeah. So yeah, my favorite movie of all time came out the year I was born. Uh Goodfellas, nineteen ninety. Uh That's awesome. Yeah, I have some tattoo machines that are Goodfellas themed. One of them has they both have nineteen nineties pennies as mm-hmm. spring saddles and shit. Uh I don't know why that fucking matters, but I love that movie. <laughs> I gotta find you an Indian head penny from 1990. Is that a thing? Yes. Are we allowed to say that still? Yeah. You sure? What? Indian. I mean, like, because like, that means this. You get in trouble. It's indigenous peoples. Leroy. Oh my god. 
It's just I'm, like a TikTok that I saw. What was it? Um, I'm 1,000th indigenous. Where we're no longer going to be Hispanics. We're going to be them Hispanics. <laughs> oh, because it has hit. Oh, my <laughs> God. I would have never thought about that. Somebody's Bro, really going to do that, though. I, I you got six not. months. No, you got six months. Oh, man. I hope not. That's going to be hilarious. I'm going to break so many fucking rules. Because Hispanic, I never... I'm going to have so much trouble going... Because, you know, I I barber and then I bake and I do all this other stuff. And I just applied to like a front desk job with the VA just to have something else to do. Yeah. Like with my time. Yeah. I have so much trouble with that. It's going to be hard. Hard. Real hard. Especially with me like being like an old... Like a drill sergeant at one point. Like I I give no shits. Well, the other thing like... Okay. It's so... Do you also think this will pass? This is an overcorrection and this will pass. Like, Like I don't think... There's going to be a time where we're not allowed to say he and she. I really don't. I think there will be a time where people are really upset about it. But, I mean, okay, let's put it like this. Do you you know... (laughs) I'm an optimist, okay? Yeah. Do you know anybody that is, and I'm going to use all the wrong words, but black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever, that gets mad when people are trying... like. Not when somebody calls them a racial slur, but like if somebody, okay, you're Hispanic, that's okay to say, right? Yeah. Latino, is that okay to say? Yeah. Okay. Let's say you prefer Latino, somebody says Hispanic. Do you know any Hispanic people that get mad about the wrong term? It's probably somebody on the left. I don't know. I am not Hispanic, I'm Latino. I mean, I don't know anybody that's Hispanic on the left either, but uh, I'm sure there's a lot of them. I'm sure there are. What are you talking about? AOC. I don't know anything about her. I know everybody hates her. I know she's like woke as fuck. I don't know anything about woke her. Woke as fuck. What is her actual name? Aria, uh, Aria, Aria, Alexandria. Alexandria Ocasio. Ocasio. Yeah. Cortez? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the one I, that's like coming at like Ted Cruz and stuff like that saying that he tried to like kill her and shoot her and shit. I mean, if somebody tried to shoot me, I would be upset. I will say that. She said she was at the Capitol riots. People are calling her out saying, no, you weren't. <laughs> Wait, AOC, the super wokey one? Why would yeah. she be at the fucking riots? That's like the opposite know. of wokeness. Saying that gun? she was there and she got attacked and shit. Whatever. Okay. Well, I don't know much about her. But the point I'm attempting to make is it seems to be that people that look a little more like me, mm-hmm. but as females, usually my weight too, I've noticed, with light colored hair. I'm profiling now. That have recently <laughs> been to college. Usually, they're ones with the problem. Yeah. Um. They get really mad, and they're they, like, and I think they mean well at first. I think it starts out. They go, "Oh, I saw some racism. I want to protect all black people." And I think it does start out that Did way. Did you hear about the Morgan Wallen thing? I have no idea who that is. The country singer. Still don't know who it is, but I'll just go. So with, he's nope. he's an up and coming a country singer. A lot of people know about him. What color yeah. is he? White. Okay, he's white. But he got drunk as shit, right? Did he say the N word? Dude, <laughs> but the thing is, he didn't say it in a derogatory manner. He was he like quoting somebody? What did he say? I mean, I said it like three I'm weeks ago. I'm going to say it and y'all don't get mad. He called somebody a pussy ass nigga. Okay. Like he said that to a white person. Oh, that's and fine if everybody in the room's fine, I guess. Okay. I don't know that. I don't so here's the thing, right? Guess who's going crazy about it? White girls. Yes. You know why? Because this is, this is, I can't take credit for this. <laughs> I will tell you what. Andrew Schultz, our Lord and Savior Andrew Schultz, uh, he had the greatest theory on this, and I believe he is 100% correct. He said the real, the like, he's not saying people that are racist assholes are not racist assholes. Yeah. But he's saying the real 
the real racists are the people that you can't tell are racist because they don't say it in front of you mm-hmm. and the people that think that a black person can't stick up for themselves so they're going to do it for them. Yeah. Like they think that they think that people of color or Hispanics or whatever are so weak that they need a little fucking white college girl to defend them. That's mm-hmm. that's his take. Now he's way better at saying it so anybody listening to this that doesn't understand what the fuck I'm talking about Andrew Schultz can explain it to you. Type it in on the Andrew internet. Schultz. Y'all go look him up. YouTube, fucking Instagram, both, anything. But the point is, like, on his podcast, it's called Flav- Flav- Flagrant 2. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's a weird name. Um, he was, like, in- explained in depth. First off, he's white. <laughs> uh, but he was like, okay, let's say hypothetically it's me and, and somebody's calling me names and you think I need you to fucking protect me. Doesn't that thing, like, seem like you think I'm a little bit weak? Like, they can't handle it. And and also, you think you know how they feel? Like, that's the whole thing. Like, I don't know. I will be the first to tell you, as a white person, I really don't know what it's like for people to racially profile against me. I've, I've had, like, one experience where I know it was negative because I was white. Literally one. I've been alive yeah. 30 years. I've seen tons of shit. I've heard tons of shit. I've, I have family members that I'm just like, please don't say that. (laughs) But the point is like, there is racism, not denying that at all. What I am saying is if you said, Hey, this guy's being a fucking asshole. He's calling me all these racial slurs. Can you remove him from the shop? If I heard him say any racial slurs and it's aggravating you, he's got to go with that. If you can't do that yourself, even though you're fucking huge, that's fine. I'll do it. It's my shop. If it's the world, and we can just stick up together. I can just go, hey, I got your back. What offends you? What bothers you? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna guess what offends you mm-hmm. because I can't. The same way I can't pretend I know what it feels like to be a victim of racism. I can't fucking pretend that I know how you feel. Mm-hmm. So until you say, well, I actually don't give a fuck. Uh, I don't even think that guy's racist. I think he just was drunk. <laughs> like, it well, that's the thing. Like, that's why I posted thing. on my Snapchat. It was a guy that was basically making fun of. The white liberals that are getting offended. And it's like the person duetting him was a black man that's like, I love Morgan Wallen. Like, he's one of them. Like, he's one of us. Like, yeah, I love, like, no, don't cancel it. Cause that's what they're trying to do. Right. They're trying to cancel it. Which that's, that's unhealthy as fuck, too. Like, like somebody makes a mistake, we gotta take their income away. Like, mm-hmm. that's fucking, that, that annoys me. That being said, like, if I had to pick, my family does not believe this, by the way. If I had to pick a side of views I align with most, it, it'd be real hard, but it'd be, like, probably 52% left. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not hardcore Republican. I do like guns. I do believe in hard work. I believe in a lot of shit that is associated with Republicans. But I also think, like, universal basic health care or income and health care, if they could make it work. The problem is I don't know how they would make it work. But if they could make it work, I believe that would be great. I yeah. think everybody being treated great, everything being great, if we can, that's great. I'm not – I don't think everybody should have to struggle all the time – just because I've struggled before. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of, that seems to be more than I just identify as, like, conservative. Uh, it's whatever. Yeah. But the point is, like, like the whole thing I, with, I don't like, think the... we should pull food stamps. I don't think food stamps are bad. I think they're being misused by the people. Yeah, most definitely. I don't think we should do away with it. I think we should control it better and go, hey, you can only buy healthy shit with food stamps. Yeah. Like, that's fine. But... Well, it's just, like, the whole student loan forgiveness that they're pitching yeah. right now. I dated a woman that was only going to college so she didn't have to pay back her student loans. When it got two masters, continue to push these student loans back. (laughs) By the time she was done with her second masters, she's about $120,000 in debt. 
But she stopped at some point, then she has to eventually pay, right? Once she stops. I heard a story. Oh, she hasn't stopped yet. No. Now, She's I, going after something else. And I'm like, really, dude? You might disagree with this, but I respect the shit out of this guy. <laughs> this fucking system. Uh, I heard a story about a guy that was like 80 still in college. Yeah. And I was like, why? He had several doctorates. He had a job. He was like a some kind of, um, I think he was an author. He had some kind of job where he could do both. Mm-hmm. Where he didn't really have like a schedule per se. So he could do all his job all summer, make money throughout the fucking school season. And basically all you have to do is be enrolled full time. You don't actually have to be in every class. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did it. I believe from the description I got to prove a point that is kind of bullshit that like you start paying on this when you're done and there's these loopholes. And also he didn't want to pay for his school and he was like, fuck it. I thought it was cool because he's a pioneer. I've never heard of somebody doing it their whole life. Like mm-hmm. till, till he's so old, they can't fucking come after him. He's going to yeah. do that. I think that's cool. But if everybody did that, society would collapse. <laughs> so it's like, I don't, like, I think that's interesting. I think it's cool that he thought of that. I think it's nice that he's got several doctors. This is why I'll always push a skill before a yeah. degree. Oh, dude, my kids, all three are like, I don't want to go to college. My daughter, my youngest doesn't even know what the fuck college is. I'm like, I did not mean to do this. I got to shut the fuck up about college. I'm with you, though. Yeah, because, you know, I was talking to one of my homeboys. He just went into barber school. He's like, man, I didn't, I didn't want to go to college. He's like, you right. know, looking into everything else. I was like, well, because it's the truth. You know, in barber school, it's an $18,000 school, right? Mm-hmm. You graduate, you start going to make your money. You know, even if you took out like 6000 in student loans, you're going to make that 6000 back within that Quick. first year. Yeah. Really fast. Yeah. So if you think of like, okay, I'm going to use stupid business terms. Mm-hmm. Return, for those of you that don't know what return on investment means, it means you have an investment. How fast do you get that same amount of money back? So your ROI, mm-hmm. I think of student loans and student, like the cost of doing your school like a business loan or like an investment. If you don't have a fucking three-year ROI, it's not worth it in my opinion. Yeah. Like doctors, 20-year ROI. That's bad. Like, a doctor that's, like, going to be a plastic surgeon, do your titties, six months. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why. There's certain jobs that it's not worth it. Uh, if you want to be a doctor, definitely we need doctors. We need doctors that want to be doctors. I think they should get paid more than they get paid. Yeah. They get paid a fuckload. I think they should get paid more. I thought they got paid. I legitimately thought until I started researching it, your average doctor made at least 900000 a year. Your average doctor probably, I'm going to say, in Oklahoma, not including plastic surgeons, two, maybe 300000 That's great money. But I don't know to if the average person. Yeah. But like <laughs> you're going to have 190 in debt and you're not going to hit that average two, 300,000 for five, six years. You're going to do a bunch of like working for the fucking state funded bullshit or working at this clinic or doing that. And it's not. And then you got to incorporate, you know, you're making 270,000. How much of that is going into taxes? Uh, I've done some math. It's not good. <laughs> so one time, uh, a guy that, a guy I tattooed sent me a picture of a $40,000 door. He was putting it on a doctor's house. And I was like, what the fuck? I texted my dad immediately. My dad was a stockbroker. So he's dealt with doctor's money. Yeah. I was like, do doctors make more than I think? Cause there's no way that I could ever justify, justify spending that kind of money. I did my budget in my head of what proportionally to my income I could spend on a door. Yeah. For a doctor to have the same mentality I have, to have that door, he'd have to make like fifty million a year. <laughs> like it was, I was like, Mm-mm. I could not do that. Like yeah. forty grand on a fucking door, and my dad was like, Oh, was it made of gold? What was it made of? Gold? No, it had an acorn on it. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. So my my dad said, 
Oh, he doesn't make money from being a doctor. He uses all that money. Not all. He said he probably has tons of other investments. That's yeah. probably like he probably got lucky on this, got lucky on this, bought this, has a dispensary, has a grow, has a fucking uh, shoe store. Like, like once he got out of debt, or even maybe went into more debt to do it, his main source of income is most likely not doctor. And I was like, how? No, I know that. It kind of pisses me off with it. I candy. Well, you know, I candy gym. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. closed. Oh, I didn't know it closed. Yeah, it closed. You know, she sold or she was trying to sell it. That well, I think they had about a million in that building. She had a doctor and a physician that were wanting to invest in it or wanting to buy it from her. Okay. And they said no because they didn't know enough about the business. Everything was already laid out for them. Right. All you had to do was leave the person that she had as a manager as a manager and just let it run for you. So why'd they why they close it? Because nobody came and bought it. Nobody came in, nobody wanted to invest in it. But the doctor wanted it. They 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 ended up pulling out. Because they didn't know enough about the fitness. Oh, I business. thought you were saying the people selling it didn't want to sell it to them. That's okay. So if I was a doctor and I bought a gym, I would assume hire good managers. If I was a doctor and I owned a restaurant, I would assume hire good managers. I wouldn't assume I need to know all about it. That being said, I'm not the type to invest in shit like that. Because I've had tons of people ask me different shit why I don't this or why I mm-hmm. don't that. My, I'm not even gonna call it an excuse. My valid reason, in my opinion, every time is I know tattooing. I know exactly how the money comes in. I know the profit margins. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm not gonna find a better profit margin. So if I wanted to make more money, I would do more shit in tattooing. Yeah. Like if if I needed to double my income. You start retailing shit. I would sell shit out of the shop. Or I would go, I would open a shop in Dallas or open a shop in OKC, hire some good artists, be there for the first six months and then bounce back back and forth and fucking run three and lose my mind. But the thing is, like, I'm not at all saying I have enough money because I, I definitely would like to have enough money that if COVID hit for 10 years, I'd be fine. And I'm definitely not there. But I don't think it's worth my time to become wealthy. Yeah. Like, I'm not really that interested in that. I'm not really that interested in, like, long-term super security. Because mm-hmm. I think part of my drive is knowing if I stop now, I only have six months before I fucking die. Like, if I don't make money, we run out of money. Yeah. And that is one of the many things that motivates me. So I almost need that. That being said, if I won the lottery, I'd probably still work four days a week. Uh, and I'd probably still grow weed. I'd probably still have a podcast. And I'd probably, like... That's I what a lot of people do don't understand. It's like, those people, the people with, the, like, the hustle mentality, it's like... You could have all the money in the world and you're still probably right. going to go to work. And, and that's what concerns me about people like Steve Harvey. I feel bad for him. I'm like, dog, you know you don't love Family Feud that much, but you're good at it. And I would be sad if you left. But like, he is that extremely motivated person that cannot fucking stop. Yeah. Like, I bet COVID fucked him up mentally. I bet he was like, fuck, I'm not on the set. What the fuck am I supposed to do? He probably wrote three books, didn't publish them. Just like, he he's one of those people. Mm-hmm. And... I think to a certain extent that's very cool and we need that. And then to a certain – like there's a point where it becomes unhealthy. And I think once you got 50 mil in the bank, you should figure out things that don't make money that you still enjoy and then accidentally make money doing them. Yeah. Like I don't think you should – like I, I, if I were Steve Harvey, I might become a barber. I mean like dead serious. There would be a thing I'd be like, shit, the people are going to think I've lost it. But like, like Jim Carrey just went off the deep end and started painting dope shit. And, I mean, he does movies still, but not near as much. And he's legitimately lost his mind. Well, if you think about it, Shaquille O'Neal. What, he just does commercials, right? No, Shaq <laughs> is, you know, a sportscaster. Yeah, he does a lot of shit. But he has a doctorate in education. Mm-hmm. But he wants to be sheriff of his county. Is he the sheriff? I know he, like, I, or ran he might for be, sheriff. Something he, like that. Something, yeah. And then he's 
uh, has, uh, I think he's maybe the part owner or full owner of Dunkin' Donuts. And then he's like co-owner of the Sacramento Kings. And it's I like, didn't know all that. he's like, dude, where are you at? But then at the same time, it's like, it kind of makes sense because it gives you multiple options. And he's just doing shit. He doesn't need the money anymore. Yeah. And it's like, I just enjoy it. Right. Like, 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 like me right now. I enjoy weed. I enjoy cutting hair. I enjoy <laughs> baking. I just enjoy money. So yeah. if, if money's coming in, it's cool. Yeah. I've I've always been curious what would happen with certain people if they just like okay. The reality is, if you gave me fifty million dollars, I do not know what what would happen. I could not tell you. I guarantee you, it involve a beach and a tattoo machine within the same month. But but that's all I can tell you. It would probably involve a G wagon too. But um, I don't know. Like, you wouldn't get another classic car. Oh, there'd be a few. <laughs> I turn. I probably shit. I probably just turn into Travis Barker. And be like, how many Cadillacs can I have? How many Cadillacs do you have? Just one. You just have one. Yeah. What's the one in park in front of it? A Buick. It's a piece of shit. Oh, got it from my great grandpa. <laughs> uh, he took really good care of it. My uncle Roger uh, did not. Take so you have a Cadillac, a Buick, two, two, two Mercedes, two Mercedes, Cadillac, Buick, and I think I think the next car. I think I need to get rid of the two old cars in front, the the 89 Mercedes and the Buick, and then get a Tesla. Um, I've looked into it. As long as I do one tattoo per month, the Tesla will be paid for. It's not that serious. <laughs> like, I'm like, so I was like, I don't like finance and shit, but I went, on their, I went over all their shit, and I was like, let me deck out a three. So the three starts in the 40s, and realistically, you're not going to get it under 50. Their financing options are beautiful. You put $4,500 down. It's my half day rate. It's less than my half day rate per month for the payments. Now that's at sixty months. I don't want to do that. But if you just think of it, so that what way, would like a monthly payment be? Seven seventy seven. That's not bad. No. And it's it drives itself, so I'd fucking make money while I'm in it. I'd be on TikTok or something. <laughs> Why haven't I looked into a Tesla? I don't know. Like every time you see a Tesla, you're like, oh, look at this rich motherfucker. It's ten thousand more than most cars. Anytime you see somebody in a brand new truck. That's nice. It costs more than fucking. It's like almost as much as a Tesla S. Fucking F one fifties are like sixty grand. I've, I've noticed that. The trucks have gone, dude. I, I know people. I've tattooed people that make a hundred thousand a year that drive a seventy five thousand dollar truck, and I'm just like, Why? all right, I gotta have no car payments unless it's a Tesla. Like that's like, like. So I've talked to my wife about the Tesla. I'll tell you off air why I want a Tesla. It's actually not just what you would think to drive it to work and back there's a i got a thing i'm a little crazy but uh does it involve only fans it would involve me making money mm-hmm. and you can do it and actually you could probably do a better job at it because you got uh a little bit more of like a hustle on the internet mentality mm-hmm. but there's ways to make money off of owning a tesla a lot of ways it's really well, like the kid that drag races his tesla oh i don't know about that but you would win every time <laughs> He actually, uh, when Elon Musk found out that he was drag racing one of drag racing one of his Teslas, he made this little feature for only him. Told him turn off your car, turn it on the next morning, and I think he gave him like a bump of like 150 horsepower. Huh? Oh, they could just do that. I like was like on a download. That makes me feel kind of weird. Like I like it. <laughs> like you can access, you can go into my car and like change yeah. it, and like yeah. So I don't even have to see a mechanic. The what's fuck? <laughs> really weird about Teslas is they have upgrades just like your phone has updates. They have updates and upgrades. So an update will come out and it'll be free usually. And then they'll have an upgrade version of the update where it's like 4500 but 
it's gonna fucking sing happy birthday spin in circles and fucking wash your balls <laughs> or something. They're fucking insane cars. So the thing is, we only have, in my opinion, five years left before Teslas are considered a normal car. Like, yeah. I, I think EVs are coming out every day. Uh, GM said they want to be full electric by 2025. I don't think they'll be full electric by 2050, but that's my opinion. Uh, I think they're saying that because it makes the people that are that think electric cars are the answer to everything like them. And it's not going to lose them many people. It would lose Ford a lot of their truck people. Silverado, if somebody said it's an electric Silverado, I know a lot of guys would be like, that's going to take me some time to adjust. But it'll increase the value of their used cars, which will increase people's opinion of their brand. So if you buy a Chevrolet right now, let's say a Silverado, like a 2016 Silverado is selling for ten grand. I have no idea. But let's mm. say that's how much it is. If they're rumored to be all electric in the next five years... People are going to look at that Silverado and be like, I got to get me one of them gasoline Silverados before the whole world's electric. They'll pay a well, That's what I, that's just what, what <laughs> just went through my mind right yeah, now. Immediately. Like, like I was doing a redneck my, thing, but that is logical. My dream truck, and this is the, it's a, it's, a, it's a weird story that goes with it, but is a 92, the year that I was born, 92 F250. It's a nice truck. But right now with low mileage under 10,000, they're running about 72,000. Why? Because it's a classic. It has, I think, it has an old seven two. Um, oh, it's like a specific kind of like the Broncos are just like yeah. Super and hot, yeah. now I'm thinking about it, I'm like fuck. Yeah, I need to get it before it before they're all electric. And six figures, out. you know, mm-hmm. it's gonna cost me one hundred fifty thousand. So it's either that truck. or you're gonna have to pay a penalty to drive it. That's the downside. So Damn. gas vehicles, I don't think we have. I don't think in my lifetime we're gonna see. It has to be to be on the street. It has to be electric and it has to be self driving. Well, they might end up just taxing. Yeah, gas your, vehicles. Your the tax way, is gonna cost more. <laughs> the like, for example, if you get a Hellcat, you there's a not on, on top of like you know what you're paying the dealership and all that stuff. You're also paying a gas guzzler tax, which is okay. like a ten thousand dollar tax on top. Oh my god! Just to drive that fucking vehicle. So that's why if yeah. you look at a, a Hellcat, normally it, MSRP should be about forty two thousand. It shouldn't 000. be whatever the fuck it is. And they're paying about a hundred just to drive yeah. it off the lot, but that's because the dealership here is charging a twenty thousand extra just to have it in their lot. Yep. And then the gas goes their tax is a ten thousand dollar tax. I did not and know then that. the state tax is on top of it. Yeah. So and now we have county taxes on cars. It's stupid. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Dude, when I bought a car right after they passed that, I was like, Why is my tag plate fucking five grand? Like it was like <laughs> I was so I it wasn't I think it was like it was over three for sure. I remember going like I thought ten percent. Like, I just was like, ah, it'll be 10%. No. Nah, this is why I'm excited that I'm like 100% disabled vet. You get some discounts. So I don't pay TTO. At all? At all. Every three years. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay, you know all that shit? I'm like, man, I would never want to have PTSD. Actually. <laughs> Let's give you the PTSD now. <laughs> Let's fucking work some shit out. Some fucked up shit happened to me when I was a kid. I never saw anybody get shot or nothing, but... If we could work it out, I would like to have free tags. Um, <laughs> damn. I did not know. I, I knew was, was surprised like because, of... like, you know, this was the first time that I renewed my tags. You know, I don't have I, I, the vehicle that I paid. I, you know, I had the TTL on it or whatever, and I have normal tags. But when I went to renew my tags this month or this, this year, I was like, shit, you know, it's about 90 bucks, something like that. And then, like, I put this out as a disabled veteran, put in my disabled veteran, like, ID or whatever. And then, like, I get the charge because I did it online, and I was like, 
there's something fucked up. So I called. I was like, hey, it says I paid nine ninety five for my tags. Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> do I have another warrant? Like, you, this is just a processing fee. Like, is there a warrant? I don't know about what the fuck happened. They're like, no, you're a disabled veteran. So that's all you're paying. I was like, so I have no warrants out, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's your first concern. I'm not going to be arrested like, anytime soon. You, you can tell me, okay? Like, I'll be okay with it. It wouldn't be my first one. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't. I knew. I should have known that though, because my grandpa carries his tax exempt card, and like, I don't know what you're allowed to do or whatever. But I've known some military guys that go, "Hey, I'll get you some sneakers. I'll get you a gun. I'll get you a, like gun." I, I think we should not fuck around. Like, yeah. Like I feel like I don't want you to fucking get in trouble. I let's say it's a five hundred dollar gun. We're talking about fifty bucks in sales tax. I'll just pay it. Yeah. Sneakers. If you want to go use your military discount, get no taxes, give me some fucking $40 Jordans, I'm down. Yeah. Like, like if you want to bring me some Jordans to your session, bring some Jordans to yeah, your like session, Yeah, like, this, this jacket <laughs> was, this jacket was normally, I think, 110 bucks on the website. So, I went in there, put in all my information mm-hmm. or whatever, and then it was, like, they had, like, some New Year's discount. So, I did the New Year's discount, did my uh, military discount. And I put in my taxis and stuff, and I ended up, I think, buying this jacket for, like, $45. So that's great. <laughs> but I got a jacket that's very similar for 8 euros. That's my favorite jacket. <laughs> uh, there's no brand on it, and I, it, it's it's not warm, and I can put it in my pocket, but it's my favorite jacket. But uh, I'm currently having a jacket made. Really? That's how you know you're getting fucking cool. I'm Where? getting baller. Well, I can't. I mean, reveal... you're, you're doing a podcast with a Rolex, man. That's true, but I can't <laughs> reveal my sources. But the the jacket is being made in a way that probably is not copyright friendly. Mm-hmm. Is but it Mama Ling Ling down the street? I call it some favors. <laughs> I can't wait to show you the jacket. It's gonna take a minute. No, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. How much was the jacket? Uh, they said they're not gonna charge me. Um, what would it normally cost? So if you have it, I gotta have it. I would assume a couple hundred bucks. So there will only be one. Um, And the reason I'm having it made is I wanted to buy it. I was like, I know this jacket has to exist. This is a concept that is like, let's say hypothetically, I saw that in Nike and I was like, fuck Nike, I want the Adidas one. They don't have that. They should. Yeah. Adidas should have it. It's not that. I will explain again off air. But uh, (laughs) uh, I got really excited about an idea. I was really fucking high. And I was like, Did you put the Tesla logo on a jacket? No, I did not. (laughs) <laughs> but they should they should have those too if they, i'm gonna look that up because i got a spacex cup in there i love elon musk uh elon musk is my favorite but you uh, should have a jean jacket made with the rolex symbol in the back <laughs> <laughs> dude i might <laughs> that'd be funny as fuck like okay recently super baller recently like... <laughs> i looked for i looked for a rolex phone case I wanted an actual Rolex phone. Not like a Rolex. In, like, I wanted it to be endorsed by Rolex. Rolex doesn't fucking do that shit. Also, did you know, thank you, Jason Rivera, for sending me this information. I knew that uh, Rolex was a very charitable company. What percentage of their profits do you think they give away? Jason Rivera is my other tattoo artist, by Jason the way. Rivera is amazing. We chillin'. Yeah. Uh, 1126 on uh, Instagram. Instagram. It's W-I-C-H-I-L-I-N-1126. Anyway... How much of it goes what, to like okay? Let's say let's say you thought I was the most, and I'm not. But let's say you thought I was the most philanthropic motherfucker ever. I used the wrong version of philanthropy in that. Uh, I'm not good with language. But you thought I gave away a ton of. You're just like, damn, he's donating all the time. What percentage of my income would be like, holy fuck? Apply that to a large corporation. What percentage of their income, Rolex, 
Their their profits. Do you forty five? That's a lot, right? Yeah. Try ninety. What? Ninety. They give it away to a, something to do with orphans because the founder was an orphan, and he just ninety percent. Ninety percent. Nine zero. So you buy a Rolex. But then again, you got to think about Rolex. The profit margins aren't as good as you think, but they're good. Really? Um, so a Rolex president, like the day date with the fucking the heavy like Tupac watch. Yeah. Um, a thirty six is around a thirty six millimeter is around thirty six forty thousand dollars somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. A forty is around forty forty five. I'm not positive exactly. You can put different bezels and shit, diamonds, all that. Um, they have thirteen thousand dollars in gold in that watch. There's thirteen thousand dollars in gold material alone in that watch. If you add diamonds, the diamonds cost a good amount of money, um, and that's melt value of the gold. So yeah. like they make their own alloys. So if they if there's a like oyster steel is not stainless steel. Oyster steel is oyster steel. Sapphire is fucking. They're using the best sapphire. They do a bunch of crazy shit. It takes a year from start to finish for a Rolex to be made. Now, I'm not saying they have one dude making a, a Rolex every year and they have that many dudes, but they start the process and their whole assembly line, start to finish it, they do a whole year cycle. It's like this dude's hand polishing, hand fucking doing this, hand doing this, inspected by this guy. They got a gang of watchmakers that are fucking like OG watchmakers that take this shit serious. And they're putting all the shit in by hand. There's very little automation at their factory. Yeah. There is automation. But it's like they have like CNC machines and shit. Not like made in China bullshit. I'm not at all saying that when you get a Rolex and you pay $10,000 for it that they have $9,000 invested in it. They don't. But they do actually ensure the quality to a level that is just fucking unseen. Like Omega's cool too. Yeah. Omega ain't got a shit on Rolex. Um, from the beginning to the end, there's... I forgot how many people. I watched the documentary. I was high. Uh, <laughs> from the beginning to the end, there's several people involved, but not as many as you would think. It's like it goes through so many hands. It's like this dude fucking takes it out of this machine and polishes it. Then he passes it to this dude. This dude does this. The guy's making the movement over there. There's a bunch of crazy shit in them. And, I mean, I've seen videos of people taking them apart, and, like, I've got to see inside a few. And there, there's a lot going on with it. And the thing is, like, Okay, let's say it's a $40,000 watch, and we know they have $13,000 worth of melt value in gold, and that's when it was $1,600 an ounce. Now yeah. it's like $1,900 an ounce. Um, that's a fuckload. It's a heavy-ass watch. I did not know this. I went in the fucking watch store, and the lady Genevieve at fucking Kelly Jewelers in Weatherford, she's cool as fuck. She, she comes out, she goes, I know you already said you're on a budget, and I know what you're looking for, and I'm not at all trying to sell this to you, but would you like to hold uh, a pre-owned, it's a 2013 president, day-date, uh, all gold, that a gentleman had uh, in his safe? He hasn't worn it at all. It's unworn. And uh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> she you bought out. it, didn't you? No, I did not. <laughs> it was heavy as fuck. First off, I did not have that kind of money. I could not justify it, even if I did. But uh, I think it was... In the low 30s. It was an expensive watch. But it's heavy, heavy. Like, it's like, it's you don't realize how heavy it is. So, on TikTok, does a guy that I follow have to send it to you? That's all he does. Watches? Is he gives his reviews on watches. He, he rocks a Rolex. Yeah. And he will give you his reviews on every every watch. And it'll be like, and he'll be watching videos of like a little Yachty or something like yeah. that. Like, tell you like buying a Rolex. <laughs> and it has like diamonds. And he's like, first of all, if you're going to buy a Rolex with diamonds, make sure it's already preset in the Rolex. Yeah, Never you get buy the Rolex, a Rolex. Diamonds, you don't modify it. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll like go off on like a tangent or whatever. And, you know, <laughs> I think he's an English dude. 
Um, yeah. Oh, those guys are proper as fuck with their watches. It's Dude, fun. it's fucking hilarious <laughs> watching them like go off on like how disrespectful like the people are yeah. to like certain watches. So that's my thing. Like, okay, Post Malone has some watches where I'm just like, holy <clears throat> fuck. There was a video where Post Malone had, and and Rolex actually does do some fun shit. Like Rolex is not one of those companies that takes everything super serious. Like they have one bezel option that's like rainbow diamond mm-hmm. whatever jewels. I don't know what the fuck you call them, like emeralds and shit. But it's a bunch of different colors, and it looks like something Takashi Six Nine would have if he wasn't Takashi. Like it looks like a mellow version of Takashi Six yeah. Nine. But uh. Post Malone was showing his watch. He's like, this is, you know, like a less flashy, normal. And it's like this crazy fucking watch. And a lot of people would look at it and think like going that route with your Rolexes and modifying them and all that's bad. I, in my opinion, if you fucking want to, and that's what you're doing, it's fine. And if you're a celebrity, that watch is going to be something your kid can sell to fucking retire on. Like if you're, if you're a little Yachty, maybe not. If you're, I think Post Malone will have one of those, not Elvis, but you know, one of those names behind him that carries after he's dead. Yeah. Where if, let's say he had some kids and he had 40 fucking watches, they're all worth about 20,000 each. They would probably immediately, when it's for sure Post Malone's watch with receipt, with a picture of him wearing it, with the original box, with some other shit to authenticate it. I guarantee you that's a that's a fucking half a million dollar watch now. Yeah. Like maybe a million. I mean people somebody would pay it. So that's like customizing it in, in those guys' situations doesn't bother me. If I fucking bought a Rolex and then I immediately went to a jeweler and said, Hey, bling this shit out, that would be a bad decision for me as a person that's investing in something. But like I was telling you about Eddie's watch, like people think like first off, most people think a Rolex is around a thousand dollars. I want them to continue to think that. Um my first Rolex was, it was pre-owned. It was older than me. It's like an 83, 84. Um, and it wasn't super expensive, but within the year I bought it, it went up by a thousand of value. Since then it's gone up by about 2000 of value. Um, it was, to me, it's an investment. It's something to leave behind. It's uh it's a long term. Mm-hmm. It's better than cash because now you can get insurance on them. Otherwise I would say you could lose this. It'd be a little harder to misplace that amount of money. But, um, if you lose it, you drop it, it gets stolen, whatever, you're on a helicopter, you fucking, it somehow falls off because you're stupid. That's what insurance is for. Um, you can't actually insure your cash in that way. Yeah. And you can spend your cash. You can't spend your Rolex. You could go to the fucking uh, pawn shop and sell it for half its value if you're lucky. Yeah. But if you take your time and sell it right now, you can make all three of my watches I can make money off of. And... Explaining that to a person that's into stocks and into all this shit, they're always like, why the fuck would you spend that on a watch? It's like, I don't go buy a watch every fucking six months that's like what I make in a month. Yeah. Like, I'm not fucking crazy, but I do find watches that I like and I wait a long, long time and I save up a little bit of money at a time. I'm disciplined about it. I'm not like, I'm not splurging on other shit either. Yeah. Like, you know how long it took me to buy these fucking stupid shoes? They're like, uh. The dude shoes? Yeah. They're comfy. I was like, somebody told me they're comfy. I tried them on. I was like, how much? He goes, 55. I was like, whoo, buddy, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> Boy, $55. But the point is I take the the 55 I don't spend on these shoes that I, I think are ugly, but I love the way they feel on my feet. Um, I don't I don't spend money on things like that very often. I, I go, okay, 55? No, I'll keep wearing the same fucking bullshit shoes I've had for a year. Uh, I look at this other thing, 80 bucks. Oh, I really want it. Nope. Put that in the safe too. Things I didn't buy add up to a Rolex every six months. Yeah. 
So I buy Rolex uh, not every six months, unfortunately. I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I was more disciplined. I was actually looking into them, and I, I went to Bob's, Bob's the website. Great. Bob's is fucking great, dude. I was looking through them, and I, I like the vintage look. Yep. I don't like the newer ones. I like the vintage look. I'll that's, show you something. I had seen <laughs> Eddie's, and I was like, that's nice, but that's not something I'll go over. Like, I like the leather strap, mm -hmm. like all that stuff. And I was like, oh, that looks nice. And I clicked on it, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I do have expensive taste. I knew I did. Was it one of those like since I can't even say it with a C? Yeah, silly. Yeah, and it was. Um, I want to say fourteen five. That sounds about right. So the other thing Shit. that's real crazy. <laughs> fun fact for people that are considering a Rolex as an investment: uh, the only way, if it has no damage on it, they really assess the the age. They're so, they're so fucking solid. Nothing happens to them if you don't fuck it up. Yeah. Except the bracelet wears. So now this is this is practically new, so it's not gonna have any any uh stretch to it. But when you hold it out like this, the bracelet doesn't come down, right? Yeah. Now I'll show you my fucking eighty three eighty four. Oh boy, that just fucking sagging. But that's how they establish the the um condition. They because there's nothing else to look at. Like, if it doesn't have a scratch on it, first off, you can polish the scratch out. But uh, they're pretty hard to scratch. Yeah. They're, I don't want to say impossible because I don't want to jinx it. But they're, I've seen a few with scratches. It's hard work to get a scratch on one. You can take a key to it, fucking stab it with a knife. I've seen people that work construction in a Rolex. Like, actually watch that fucking stupid show with the lady that uh, my wife loves it. It's not a stupid show. I actually get high and watch it with her. But uh, Chip and Joanne or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. you don't talk about? That dude's wearing a fucking Submariner. That's probably 30 years old backwards on his wrist. So the fucking dials on the inside and he'll be under a house fucking hitting shit with a hammer with a fucking 30,000. Well, no. With the Rolex on. Yeah. So <laughs> new, new right now you could get that watch if you could get it for around eight grand. Uh, there was a time really recently where no matter how old, how damaged, what condition they were 17 to 25,000. Um, they're back down. You can get them for 10 or 12. Like there's just weird you know, dips like with anything else. Some of my followers are like, these motherfuckers are talking about $20,000 watches right now. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have this kind of money. Don't worry. I'm just telling you how it works. Uh, I am actually poor. Uh, you've seen my house. You know, I'm poor. We're poor. I'm, I'm, we're both poor. Poor. It's fine. It's okay. That's why we hustle. Yeah. Uh, but he, he's doing that and there's probably no major damage. There's some people that will pay extra for the, the I've heard people call it all kinds of different shit with the scuffs on the, the clasp. Like, people say, like, deskware or, like, fucking uh, dings or whatever. It's all something you could just polish it out. But the point is, if you don't damage the actual watch, which is hard to do, and you buy it brand new, take the bracelet off, put a leather strap on, put the bracelet in the box, keep box and papers, all that shit, wear that shit for 20 years, put the fucking original bracelet back on, it will be considered excellent condition, which is one step under unworn. <laughs> It's about as good as you're going to get condition-wise. And that watch will, no matter which model and how the fucking economy goes, historically speaking, from 1965 to now, there's almost no moments longer than a year where that watch would have not doubled in value after 20 years. So there's, like, the Milgauss is a fucking phenomenal watch that mm -hmm. freaks me the fuck out. Basically, all it is is Oyster Perpetual, which is, like, their basic watch that you can get for, like, five grand. Um, but it has some fun shit on it. And it resists magnet, like if you, uh, let's say you wanted to go in like an MRI or, or you were, let's say you're a radiology tech yeah. and you're working by an MRI machine. Rolexes usually now don't have this issue, but in 1965 they did. Uh, 
the way the movement works, it looks like a cinnamon roll. I'm sure I'm losing people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm having fun. The way, it looks like a cinnamon roll, though. It's like a little spirally yeah. thing, okay? So that's what drives the watch. And if that gets too close to a magnet, it would get magnetized and kind of stick and then slow the watch down and fuck up the time and all that. And you have to go get it demagnetized. Usually go to a watch store for that. Well, the Milgauss was built for scientists so that they could be around magnets all day and want to fuck their watch up. If you can get the fucking first edition that was $1,500 back then of today's money, like with the conversion, whatever they're selling it for, it would be about $1,500. It's worth like $65,000. If you get the one after that in any condition, it's worth $30,000. You get the one after that, 20. Like they just keep going up. Yeah. It's a terrible fucking idea to not buy a Rolex in my opinion. Like if you're if you're going to go put a bunch of money in your 401, a bunch of money in your IRA, a bunch of money in your stocks and then another investment for sure that next investment should be a Rolex. If the stock market crashes and you have a bunch of shit invested with a guy that's got it all divided up how you're supposed to, you could lose your money. If you leave the Rolex in the safe or you're wearing it with a fucking leather strap like you like and you leave the fucking bracelet in the safe and you don't fuck it up, it is going up in value by way more than any stock I've ever seen with the exception of like Tesla and fucking GameKey yeah. or whatever. GameStop, what was it? Yeah, it was GameStop. That shit was funny as fuck. Yeah. But like long term, we're not talking short game. We're not talking, talking buy it and flip it the next week. Which is possible too. Long term, it is a very stable, solid fucking place to put your money. Worst case, all your money's gone. You still got a cool watch. Like that's how I see it. Like like I absolute, buy one at the end of the year. Yeah, absolute worst case. Yeah, do it. <laughs> so as a barber, you get tips, right? Yeah. This is how I paid for all my tattoos until the last session. Then I kind of gave up on it. Every single tip you get, it put it in an envelope. I guarantee you'll be able to buy a Rolex at the end of the year. Um, like what's a normal tip for like, I mean, people don't, I, I hate it when people ask me this, but I'm asking like, like well, you do a $15 cut, people give you 20 bucks. Something like that. Okay. So, yeah. so how many, I mean, I'm not saying you're going to be doing fucking a hundred cuts a day, but like a bad day would still be four, right? Four to five cuts. Yeah. Four 20, to five cuts. Yeah. Depending on where you're working at. Well, I mean. let's say you do 52 weeks, a whole year. You don't take any time off and you do four cuts every fucking day and everybody, now this isn't perfect world. Some people are dicks. But let's say everybody tips you five bucks. That's fifty two hundred at the end of the year. Yeah. Like boom. Like that's that's not bad. Fifty two hundred. That's an oyster perpetual. It's not the Rolex you want. So you do it two years. You got fucking holy shit. I'm bad at math. <laughs> ten ten thousand four hundred dollars. Um, two and a half years for what I want. Wait four. I mean, you don't have to have like I like how you said a number. You're like I want it at this time. You could do that too. What I do is I set financial things. I go, when this envelope has enough to buy two, I'll buy one. Yeah. Like build up. Um, I heard somebody say on a podcast, if you can't buy three, you shouldn't buy one. I'd apply that to houses, cars, everything. If you couldn't afford, not like if you don't have the cash in the safe to buy three houses, that'd be silly. I forgot who said it, but they said, if you don't have, if what you're buying is not 10% of what's in your bank account, don't buy it. I was like, damn. Let me think about that. Hold on. If what, if I, what I'm buying is, is, over 10% of what I have in my bank account? Is not 10%. If what you're buying is more than 10% of what you have okay. in your bank so account. So if, if I have $10,000 in my bank account, I want to buy something that is $1,000 I can buy it. Otherwise, I can't. Yeah. That's a very good rule. I, I was like, like that. Mm, it makes sense. That's how I look at houses. Like when people... I think I bring this up more than other people do, but every time I have somebody over, I, I think I can kind of tell. They're a little... They're like, hold up. I thought you were wealthy. I am not. I spend all my money on traveling. But... <laughs> but uh, I think... But I feel like if you're not wealthy, but you're traveling, 
I'm having fun. Yeah. But like, no, you're I, still I, making memories. I get a kick out of, like, yeah. people being like, oh, you live, like, it's not bad. <laughs> but it's not, it's not, like, everybody's like, you don't live in Pecan Valley? I'm like, no. Like, I, like, I know you know how much I charged you, but I'm doing a free sleeve starting Wednesday. Like, yeah. it's kind of confusing. Um, but the point is, like. I feel like Pecan Valley's flashy, though. No, like, it is. Why, <laughs> why would you need that big of a house with, you like. Don't. No, it's too much to keep. Like, if you do, it's fine because I got some dope houses. But uh, <laughs> if I buy a house out there, I'm not gonna knock myself for it. But I don't plan to. But um, when I bought this house, it was four times, maybe a little more than four times my reported yearly income. Mm-hmm. If I were to buy a house now, my budget would be less than one year's income. I kind of didn't have that option then. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't go, okay, let me look at houses that are $14,000. Um, that wasn't really an option. Yeah. But if you have the option of, this is my personal opinion, not what everybody should be doing, I guess. But if you have the option of buying a house, let's say you make 100000 a year and you're looking at houses and they're 300000 that's probably normal. Yes. Yeah. Why not buy one that's ninety five? Yeah. Like just buy one that's ninety five because you're making a hundred, And then you go, if I had to, I could pay this bitch off in five years. Because I only need fucking twenty to survive. Like I'll be fine. So if if interest rates start moving and doing weird shit, I can refinance it. Or if the bank's fucking around, like you have options. I have a, a how would I describe my relationship with this person without revealing his exact identity? A person I know, barely know the guy. Just met him. Just playing. I know him very well. Uh, he makes a fuckload of money. I mean, like. Like, I know his business just a little bit. And I'm like, dog, you could buy six Teslas and it wouldn't bother you a bit. Like, he makes a fuckload. He recently purchased a very nice house that his mortgage, if you include renting out his old house, cost him like $100 a month. And I was like, how'd you do that? He goes, well, the mortgage was originally about nine and then I'm renting my old house out. So, you know. And I was like, huh. That's why. Didn't why... You buy a mansion. <laughs> Like, he, he legitimately makes five times what I make. I'm like, not, right now, I'm not going to buy a house until I have a rental property. And I want that rental property to be like a quadplex or a duplex. See, I think, like, for a single guy, a really smart move would be getting a quadplex and living in one of them. Don't, yeah. And don't tell your neighbors you own this bitch. Yeah. Drive your, what do you drive, like a Corolla? Yeah. Drive your Corolla, park your Corolla in or a Camry, regular yeah. spot. Camry, oh, Camry's nice. <laughs> Camry, Damn. Boy, <laughs> you're driving a Steve Harvey car. Camry, like Camrys, are very underrated. Like, yeah, they're very most, good especially cars. the new ones that have come out. I'm oh like, my god, it's a Lexus without the fucking name. Yeah, they're fucking great cars. And people are always like, "Oh, you got a fucking regular car? Anything Toyota's?" That's fine. why somebody asked me on my Snapchat, "What do you drive?" I was like, "I put Camry." I was like, "I drive a dad car." <laughs> Dude, they're good. But uh, the point is, like, I would drive your regular car, live in the fucking quadplex, wait till the the three tenants that are renting from it paid it off you're paying no rent you're paying the mortgage on it but like get that bitch paid off get another one that they're all a little bigger move into that one you're renting out the spot you used to live in you're doing the same thing repeat that process if it works until you go whatever you want you can buy it divide that number in half like you go man i could fucking buy like this is how i would look at it if i were in that boat i would go okay i could buy a million dollar house i'll spend five hundred thousand yeah. And then you go get you a $500,000 house and fucking ball out, invite bitches over, turn into Dan Balzerian on a Lawton level. The Lawton Dan Balzerian, that is very achievable for you. <laughs> and you, you don't have to scam people with a fake weed company or whatever the fuck. 
Like, did you hear about this shit? What? It wasn't a fake weed company. So he took all the... I might have misunderstood. But he basically had a weed company that he invested other people's money in. Yeah. And then he spent all the investors' money on parties and wrote them off as promotional. And technically, like, everybody's like, oh, he's a fucking scam artist. Technically, if you want to get real technical in tax codes, I'm pretty sure what he did was kind of okay. Um... Because the he was a brand. Dan Balzerian was a brand. His Instagram was what made the weed company money, if it ever made money. Yeah. It just didn't work. Like, so I wouldn't say he was scamming them. I think he thought throwing these parties is the best way to sell all this weed. The problem is, when he's throwing these parties, there's a big booty hose around, he's giving too much weed away, fucking... People don't actually go buy a branded weed product that much. They'd have to be in that area. He's got an international following. They're not fucking... Like, if he's just selling in California or Vegas or whatever... It doesn't work, but I don't think he's smart, so I don't think he knew that. I think he actually, if I had to guess, believed throwing these parties, keeping this persona, being Dan Balzerian is what's going to sell all this weed. The problem with that is you'd need a weed store. Mm-hmm. You'd need uh, like a glassware company that people can order things online. You would need other things that's a little more diverse than just weed like Okay, my wife has an obsession with VVS uh, weed pens. Like, mm. it's a Ben Baller or somebody. Like, it's a whole branded thing out in L.A. When we're in L.A., we buy them. Like, they taste good. They fucking get you all kinds of good high, and I love them. But I'm not flying to fucking L.A. to get these. Yeah. So if it's only in L.A., an international following wouldn't be any better. Like, you would want more direct marketing. Yeah. Dan Bozerian did not know that, and now he's broke. <laughs> But it's okay. The point is you could be the good version of Dan Balzerian. You could get two houses in Medicine Park and fuck bitches like crazy. And since you're sterile, you can nut on them and it's not even dangerous. <laughs> Keep your penicillin shot on subscribe and save. I'll give it to you. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure you have some friends that know how to give a shot. <laughs> you got some guys that... I do my own shots. <laughs> why, do you, why do you need shots, Leroy? Because everybody knows I'm a steroid. <laughs> I mean, they try to be like it, it, uh, the, the whole breathing issue we talked about, yeah. right? Because I have my broken nose. They're like, oh, you have breathing issues because of your steroid cycle. I'm like, nah. No. Do you know who Tony Huge is? Yeah. I watched a documentary on steroids, and I feel like he was slightly misrepresented, mm-hmm. but I don't know much about him. Um, they definitely showed the negatives of steroids, and they definitely pointed out that insulin could be dangerous when misused and a bunch of other shit like that. Hell yeah. You're at yeah. a different level when you're on insulin and right. HGH. And, so. and I was like, whoo, this is scary shit. But- I tattooed a guy that used to do steroids. Fun fucking guy. He became a cop. So he had to quit steroids. He's still pretty fucking big. But he said in his interview, the lieutenant was like, all right, so they're going to ask you if you've ever done steroids. We know the truth, but please say no, because if you don't say no, we can't hire you. We don't give a fuck. And he was like, okay. He said in his interview, the the fucking captain, chief, whatever goes, so have you ever done steroids before? And he goes, "Uh, no, sir. And he goes, all right, well, we're going to need you to quit doing steroids because we will test you for them. Um, and you can't, you really can't do steroids. And he goes, understood. <laughs> like, like he said, have you ever done them? No. Well, we need you to quit because <laughs> he knew he was on steroids. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And he's, 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 he's like the nicest guy ever. He doesn't seem like the kind of, like people associate steroids with like roid rage and shit. I've never really And here's seen the thing it. though, and what a lot it. of people don't understand is roid rage is a fucking myth. Okay, I didn't know. Like, I just never seen it. 
how can I explain it? If you're a mellow person, you're going to be a mellow person. Like weed. If you're an angry person, you're going to be an angry person. Now, if your testosterone levels are like through the roof, there may be a chance where like you're going to get upset about something. Mm-hmm. But what they make it out to seem like in movies, it's bullshit. Right. And then the whole thing, it was one of them where uh, some girl asked me on my Instagram. She's like, well, if you're on steroids, does that make your pee-pee smaller? I'm like, no. Does it make your balls smaller? Makes your balls smaller. Hell yeah. What it does do, though, what it does do, though, it enhances your performance. Especially you have if you're testosterone. On a, especially yeah. if you're on a certain, like, uh, a lot of people, uh, trendic. If you're on trend, boy. Wait, like transgender? No, trend. Trend. Okay. alone. I thought you were saying, like, some shit trans. If you got, tra- when you're on bigger. trend, for one, so, you, you know, a dick is not a muscle, right? It's just an appendage. I'm learning. It's just tissue and cartilage and stuff like that. What makes it hard is the blood that goes into it. And that's, that's why what... Viagra pumps up your veins and your Yes, veins. exactly. Okay, gotcha. Trend does the same thing. It kind of increases your blood flow. Where can we purchase this product? You need some? <laughs> I mean, I'll take one. I'll try it. And for one, it enhances your performance, and then it that. also makes it bigger. I need that. <laughs> wide as fuck, son. <laughs> I need an extra inch anytime. And I, I mean, get it. people even on my on my TikTok in the comments were like, "Oh, they obviously have never heard of Trendic," and I'm like, "Trust and believe." You keep on talking your shit. I'm gonna take your girlfriend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let your girlfriend come over one time, figure it out. She <laughs> once, ain't gonna want to leave. Once you're in her esophagus from both sides, it's gonna be a little weird. <laughs> the like, reason why they call me Voodoo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they've even asked that too. Why do they call you Voodoo? First of all. The stories to those, but because bitches come and then they keep coming. Ah, exactly. eh, uh, <laughs> happens sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Tony Huge, mm-hmm. according to the guy I'm talking about, I was tattooing him, and he goes, "You follow him on Instagram?" I was like, "No, I don't really follow anybody on Instagram anymore." But uh, no, and he was like, "You should. I think you would enjoy it." And I was like, "Why?" He goes, "Dude, he's over there. He used inappropriate language to explain this. This is not me. I'm quoting him." trans people i got it okay he said he's over there fucking trannies and just like telling everybody about how much he loves trannies sucking dick and shit i was like what big muscular dude moved to thailand loves the trans ones getting wild with it openly like was that your stomach i'm fat i (laughs) i can really really appreciate that a person is is like that open and free about like you would immediately associate like the stereotype of big muscly dude with super heterosexual only likes vagina. If you said anything about sucking dick, he'd think you're an asshole. This guy's like sucking lady dick and proud of it. And I just like something about that level of freedom. I'm like, damn, I thought I was open about my life. This guy's fucking wild. Yeah. He sounds like a fun guy. I don't think I would want to hang out around with him and his lady boys while he's sucking their dicks, but that might be because uh, maybe I'm like self-conscious about it. Maybe I want to suck dicks. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm uh, shrinking myself. No, I gotta say that somebody's gonna offer be like, you "Want to suck mine?" No, no, I was joking. <laughs> so I watched Lucifer for a while. I, I got real into Lucifer, and then we finished whatever season was out, and I made a lot of jokes about it. You're where I joke, and also that I I prefer vagina. Uh, but I was joking a little too much about it. I was like, maybe I am a little bisexual because Lucifer's looking good in them suits. There's an episode where Lucifer's butt-ass naked. You see his ass. And I immediately was like, still straight. <laughs> We're, good. We're good. It's the Gucci suits that does it to me. Yeah. It's the suits and the fucking Louis Vuitton red bottoms. Shit gets me hard. 
I want to wear them. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to fuck him. I want to wear them so my wife will want to fuck me as Lucifer. I'll be like, bitch, I'm the devil. Anyway, it's almost nine. I think we should wrap this up. It's up to you, man. It's up to me. Okay, you got anything else to add? Fuck bitches, get money. And follow me on TikTok. I think I have one. If not, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll right, post cool. it up there. We'll get started on it. I'll try it for a little bit. If I don't like it, uh, I can always stop. You're going to love it. Okay. It's like cocaine. You can try it once. You can stop. It's fine. Yeah. All right. For some people. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Bye, Boy people. Guys. Bye, bitches. <laughs>